The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, uh, it certainly is nice to see them work things out for themselves. They haven't worked anything out for themselves. It's my barbecue sauce. (laughs) Your barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. Haven't you ever noticed after people have some of my barbecue sauce, after a while when it kicks in, they get all huggy-buggy? Oh, stop. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Haven't you ever noticed that after one of my barbecues and they have the sauce, people want to get right home? <laughs> Let me tell you something else. I got a cup of it up on the night table. And <laughs> I got a cup of it, I said. <laughs> Left it up there breathing. Why don't you give the chicken to these people that's going up and have some sauce? So here's the rest of the chicken, you guys. Doc, Doc, Snoop, I love this chicken. Hi, Rudy.
There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to um, uh, give us a call, then you could do. Um, we'll talk about Bill Cosby later on. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, we we like to do the light and the surreal and the psychedelic here. But there's two stories today that I've spotted that have really one had me in tears. Imagine me crying. I would have thought it. Um, and the other one is the Bill Cosby thing because it's just like wow. They found him guilty at last. You know, at last, he's been found guilty. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, before we do that, though, can I just say big thumbs up to my producer, Catherine, because um, th- the last two guests that we've had on, she remembered. And I think that that, Catherine, deserves a round of applause. Excellent work there um, from you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, um, there's a lot of kind of cross-pollination between podcasts and shows these days. And I know that um, lots of you that listen to this show and listen to uh, the Rabbit Hole show that I do with Catherine also kind of listen to Jeff Lloyd and listen to Jeff when he was on, what was the station called, Absolute, and listen to um, all of the various podcasts he does. And so lots of you will be aware um, of uh, Annabelle Port, who does one of the podcasts with him. For the life of me, I can't remember which one it is, so she will tell me in a minute, and that's great. Um, But she's got a book out called Annabelle Versus the Internet, and um, uh, well, this is a terrible introduction, Annabelle, and I'm slightly nervous because I worked with you, like, years ago. Hello, yes, it was, like, about 10,000 years ago. It was 10,000 years ago. We we worked on... um, Now, we worked on a lost podcast... Yes. And yes. Then, did you stop doing it when it became pictures? I can't really remember. Yes, I think because I was I was kind of working part time-ish somewhere else then, and then I went full time, and I couldn't do it anymore. Oh. It's nothing to do with you. Okay. Went that straight okay. away. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah, I think when it turned into a video podcast, I think I stopped. Yeah. Um, it, that was the the cushiest gig I've ever had, though. They because of that, I got flown to Hawaii and stuff, and they paid me money to talk about a TV show. Imagine. I know, and it was a great TV show. It was great until the last 20 minutes. I don't know. Don't you... talk about that. Don't, don't talk about that. that. Now, I've, I've forgotten, because I know that Jeff Lloyd has just got, like, podcasts coming out of every orifice. So remind me of the one that, <laughs> yeah. you, remind me of the one that you allow him to do with you. Although I think you've taken what? a break for babies and things, haven't you? No, no, I, I, I took, I, I was allowed to take something like 12 weeks off, but it's that. <laughs> but oh. um, no, I'm, so I'm back on it now, and it's called Drift. A drift. That was it. That was it. And it's for people that just kind of, well, it's for everybody, as these things are. But I guess it's for people that maybe feel, well, adrift or slightly on the fringe of things. Um, uh, My my listeners, basically. Um, (laughs) My my listeners. Hang on. Just stay there, Annabelle. Alan. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Have you listened to Annabelle's and Jeff's podcast, The Drift? 
I am, and it's a very good podcast. What was your... All right, hang on a second, Annabelle. Let's, oh, let's, no. let's, let's see. What was your favourite bit? We were talking about Lost, and I used to watch Lost when I was younger. But they were talking about it in their podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you, Annabelle? We were on the first one. No. No. Okay, no, thanks, thanks no. Alan. Okay, no, but that's, that's, no. that's to be expected from a caddick, I'm afraid. Right, um, okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but now you've gone all grown up and you've, you've done written a book. I know, it's so grown up, isn't it? So Annabelle like versus... Yeah, I've just tweeted the link and I'll tweet it again. I'm off Twitter at the moment, but I'll, I'll tweet it to, to sell things, of course. Annabelle versus <laughs> the internet, the time I yep. infiltrated Google HQ and other yep. adventures. Now, I've not read it yet. I'm going to order it during this conversation. But So what, 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 what happens? What's it about? So basically, um, a long time ago, when Jeff and I were doing the radio show together, um, he... He got annoyed with me because I wouldn't join Twitter. Oh. So that, this is going back to 2009. Because yeah. I, I just didn't get Twitter at the time. I don't, I don't, what, what year did you join it? Do you remember? Do, do you know what? No, I remember when I was at Absolute, my producer, a um, bloke called Davis, who I didn't get on with very well, I remember right. him showing Twitter to me and I was going, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't get yes. what the point is. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I think I finally get the point now in that I sometimes worry that I watch too much television and then I'll look at Twitter, the trending topics in the evening, and it's just like Silent Witness, Top of the Pop. <laughs> it's basically just a list of TV shows, and I think, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just like everyone else. So, hang, the, hang on, you're saying the point of Twitter is to make you feel less bad about how much television <laughs> yes. you watch. Wow, okay. That's what I, that's what I use it for, Brilliant. personally. But I didn't really get it back then, and Jeff was getting annoyed with me, and I think I'd refused to join MySpace and Bebo, you know, all, all those other big social yeah. networking things long since gone. And so he thought I was a real Luddite, and got irritated so he said if, if you think you're better than these things do them yourself like do your own twitter wow so i said okay i will so i did my own twitter page which is a physical actual page but i put in a, a dead letter drop what, no, remember what those are i no. remember that from being a kid when you yes, would have yes. you would have like spy books and it's where you'd leave exactly. notes for but, but who did who who did you leave it for well I, what I did was I kind of advertised it by sort of putting a few leaflets around, and then I hid it by a tree somewhere, and a few <laughs> people did find it and and write on my Twitter page. So this was the beginning of it. Right. Okay. And then, then you I invented geocaching. Then. <laughs> right. Yes. You invented that. That's did. what. That's all geocaching is. It's not real wow. treasure. It's just bits of paper, and you go, "Yeah, I found it." And Can that's I get it. money from inventing that? No, Can you can't. Someone? No. Can't okay. Get okay. From this revolution, I'm afraid. <laughs> So I then went on to do some other websites, celebrity gossip ones. I did Facebook. I had my own Facebook page, physical Facebook page, yeah. and uh, lots of other ones. And then that sort of moved on to just thinking, well, Annabelle seems to uh, need to get out of the house a bit more because I basically wasn't doing much sitting in watching television. Jeff, well, really you, you let Jeff have way too much influence in your life. I know, I know, way too much. I think he was a bit worried that I was kind of like he'd say that I was living my life to the min, not to the max. Like yes. I wasn't. I wasn't really doing much <laughs> myself. So he thought that if he would challenge me to do lots of other different things, and I'd get out of the house, I'd be doing more exciting things in my life. And then, and let's be honest, like mostly he wanted stuff to put on the radio that evening. Yeah, and that's the main. Content. Reason, it's all content. It's all content. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I ended up doing loads of these things about, I think it is like 180 in total of these things. Wow. And the book is my favourite, 32 of them. Flipping it, that sounds like a lot of, a lot of hard work 
and effort. It was a lot of hard work, which is why I thought, when it all finished, I thought, how can I milk this a bit more, all this work I've done? And so therefore I did the book. <laughs> I loved, I, I was um, giggling with glee at, um, I don't know how many of these you've done, maybe you've done a few or just one, I don't know, but the, the little... Um, video that you'd made of or, to advertise the book, and it's just you—it's oh, just yes. you reading it to um, people who don't really want to have a book <laughs> read to them. There were some people sat on a bench. There was yeah. a woman in a shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's someone at hairdressers. Do you not just curl up? Because I used to do stuff like that years and years ago, and mm, I, the thought yeah. of it now—oh, it makes me want. To, I'm watching it. I was thinking, God, I'd, I'd want to die rather than go and do what she's doing. Yeah, I think problem was was that one of the first ones i did was um to replicate remember chat rooms that you'd have on the internet i suppose oh, yeah. twitter was a place chat rooms isn't it but yeah. anyway. and so i decided to do my own chat room on the tube oh God. and start and have, yeah exactly it sounds funny but tube. it sounds awful at the same time Look, it was it was the hardest thing at the time it was the hardest thing i'd ever had to do i kept going to speak and i couldn't the words just i couldn't get the words out and eventually i managed i forced myself to do it and it was like it broke something inside of me like something that would normally stop me doing all these yeah. things and suddenly i could just do them again i'm not sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing but yeah i was able to do those book readings to people well it's good that you do cuz it's good that you do it cuz it means we can read about it and we can watch it and we can go thank god that's not me but um i yeah. I'm reading a book at the moment about John Belushi, a man I know knew very little about. I knew nothing about, in fact. And um, basically, page one, he takes cocaine for the first time, and the rest of the book is him trying to take cocaine. And it feels like this is your cocaine, Annabelle. Emba- <laughs> embarrassing situations. You tried it once, and you just can't stop doing it. Yeah, I know, it's bad. But let, let's not forget, I was getting paid as well. Oh, yeah. In that case, it makes it so much easier. I've, I have found <laughs> um, that if I have a microphone in my hand, it makes it easier to do to do embarrassing yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't have a microphone, but I think you become a different version of yourself. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... I never felt like it was me doing it. I would sort of go into a sort of slightly kind of simpler, more sort of naive version of myself. <laughs> and, that, and that would help a lot. Uh, is it this is your first book isn't it yes first and, and i suspect only oh no yes, no <laughs> is, well, it, is it is it because i've i've tried to write a book and i've i yeah. just it's just so, it's, so, it's such a faff isn't it it's so much harder than reading them or, well or, i i kind of had it it was sort of written already and that it was written for radio so yeah. i just had to kind of write it out in best and make sure it had nice punctuation and stuff and just make it better really so it was all there already right. so that makes it a lot easier when it's already You've got sort of the bare bones there. It's, it must be. It must be exciting though. The the first day you get right, here's this is your book, and you're holding yes. a book that you've written. That's yes. got to be incredible. I know. I sometimes worry that it's a bit narcissistic doing a book because I feel like well, when, when you do a radio show, I mean that's it really, isn't it? it doesn't, it's not going to be around. But yeah. when when I die, like there's going to be these books everywhere with my name on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite narcissistic, isn't it? You, you're going to be you're going to be in libraries if there are any I mean, left. Well, God, in, yeah, look, I know. Stones and all these kind of places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've done it, uh, and it uh, Annabelle versus the internet, and uh, Annabelle yeah. Port, and it's 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 on Amazon. It's on all the places. I've just tweeted. Where is the best place for them to buy it for you? Where do you, how do you get more money? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but I am quite obsessed by refreshing the Amazon page and seeing it creep up and creep down the chart. Oh. I probably refresh it about 
some t- uh, somewhere around 200 times a day. All right, I'm going to ask you the question, right? And, and, and you don't have to answer this, but okay. I've, I've got a tiny record label and, and we put out stuff and we all know that for small, you know, independent businesses that the reviews on Amazon can make all the difference. So I have yes. written for my record label under a pseudonym... I've written fake reviews. Of course I have. (laughs) So which one of these six reviews... Are you Mr. C. Hall, Sophia Aristodemo, Alex, J. Miller, Col 5 or M3? Which one is you? And be honest. I'm going to be totally honest. I thought I've thought about it, and I thought I'll have to buy. It. Don't you have to buy the book first before you can leave a review? I think you do. I think maybe I you do. I've got to buy my own book. No, well, ma- no, maybe you, maybe you don't, because I've left reviews for stuff that I've not. Go and write. Do it under a pseudonym. Obviously, you don't write. Yeah, a yeah. Book. <laughs> no, but, no, that'd be but stupid. Go yeah. and leave yourself a good review. It all helps. I'm going to do it. You must have done I'm it with spend the podcasts. All night doing it. You must have done it with the podcasts. No, I oh, haven't. Come no. On! No wonder I'm failing so much in my career. I'm just not doing all these things that everyone else does. This is what you need to do. You have to cheat and lie your way to the oh, middle, Annabelle. That's the only oh, route. Middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I know. People like us, we, we ain't going to get to the top. We know that. <laughs> uh, be, I'm happy with the middle. That'll do me. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, so what's what's next? You're doing more drifts with Jeff, which is which is yes. I haven't listened to for a while, but is brilliant. Yes, and it's okay. I've got a whole backlog, and you can get that, of course, on iTunes and all the usual yep. podcast yep. providers. What what else are you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh. Well, don't say that because you, are, you have just become a mum, haven't you? Yes, I've got a six-month-old baby, so, hey. you know, I, I look after him as well. Yeah, so not, near nothing else at the moment, but, you know, ask me again in a year and I'll right. probably say, um, nothing. I've got to ask you because this has been typed on my screen, so, you know, yeah. you yeah. know, with sabotage. Jeff Lloyd says, ask about the time... A- Ask about the time a boyfriend spat in the bath while she was in it. No, he did not say that. Honestly, this is what it says on my screen. <laughs> I did not say that. Did that happen? I mean, it did happen, yeah. That sounds horrific. Why would Jeff bring up a really horrific <laughs> story? Honestly, this is what he's, what he's, he's requested. Really? Yeah, um, it, it did happen, yeah. but it's, it's not an abusive relationship. It, it was just—I've asked him about it, and he says he don't know. He just—it just became this irresistible urge, and he did it. So what? It just doesn't feature in the book, by the way. It just did a—it just did a flob in the bath. Yeah. That—that that is, I think, the most disgusting story I've ever just—just—just <laughs> just, just heard the headline of. <laughs> What's a, he's not the father of your child, is he? He is, yeah, yeah. Okay. And well, this is the score as well. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, mummy, what, what attracted you to daddy? Well, <laughs> his attitude towards bath time is something else. Um, yeah. uh, well, Annabelle, it's so lovely to talk to you. Yes, you too. And I wish, I, I've literally, I've just ordered it. I'm going to tweet it again a little bit later on. Annabelle versus the internet. Annabelle Port. Um, and it's, uh, at the, it's, at the very least, it's got an excellent cover. I cannot vouch for the insides because I've not read it yet, no, but uh, next week no, I'll be no. able to tell the truth. And can you leave a review on Amazon for me as I will, well? I will do. I, 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 I will leave an honest review. Oh, OK. <laughs> I'm sure it's brilliant. <laughs> Annabelle, it's so lovely to talk to you. Best of luck. You too. Thanks very much. Take care. Thanks Bye. a lot. Bye-bye. Um, she's funny. I like Annabelle. She's brilliant. And, um... 
Jeff, I think, is an, is an adequate sidekick. Annabelle versus the Internet. The time I infiltrated Google HQ and other adventures. Um, Annabelle Port, and um, I've tweeted the link, and it's on Amazon. Just Google it yourself. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Two tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record all day long. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bed. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm uh, you can. I'm off Twitter, and I just sent a tweet out saying that Annabelle was going to be on, and because I was, I, I logged in quickly, typed it, and then logged out, and um, I, I typed it wrong, so no one, no one saw it. It doesn't matter. But I've just retweeted the link for her book. Um, you can listen to us on DAB. Download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Good evening, Alan. What's your preferred way to listen to the radio show? No way has he fallen asleep in in ten minutes. He has not. He has not fallen asleep in ten minutes. I do not believe that for a second. What is that? Jeez. Outrageous. Outrageous. Ten minutes. It took him to doze off. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Ian. Hip, hip, hip. Hello. Hello, Andy. Great to great to great to um, be chewing the cud with you, hey, my friend. I haven't spoken to you since LBC many years ago. I remember it well. <laughs> I was a little hobo, Andy, from Ashton. I sent you that covering. You might not remember it. Oh, you! Hang on a minute. I can remember the name. Were you in a band? Yeah, I got a recall. There we go. Years ago, I, rem- I remember that. Ago. I remember that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. I do remember that. Well, and I would tell you if I didn't, because I, I don't remember most of it. But I remember that. Well done. Well, that was eleven years ago. Um, it was a lot. This is this is why I needed to call you tonight. Yep. Because it's been so long, and I haven't been able to listen to you too much on talk radio, and I keep speaking. To my girlfriend, and say I've got to ring in. I've got to ring in. Yeah, that's all you say to her, but um... <laughs> yes, partly, yes. partly. But no, I've been listening to podcasts for so long because I didn't often get to stay up this late because of work. Well, well done. Congratulations. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I just wanted to catch up with you. Okay. And you're doing so well at the minute. <laughs> Uh-huh. You are. It's fantastic. I've never seen you on... I couldn't believe it when you went in the jungle. No, me neither. Oh, my God, that's Ian. That's Ian. I kept saying that's Ian Lee on the radio. That, that was me. That was me. That was me in the jungle. That was me in the jungle. And, um, and I saw yes. all of it. Well, you, you're you um, a, a, a wonderful man. So how's life been for the last 11 years? Um, yeah, different. <laughs> different I don't from... do the music anymore. Oh, Okay. What do you do now? Well, crime. Well, I'm back to what I... No, not quite. Well. <laughs> no. I'm back to my roots. I went back to chefing. We had to make a decision years ago. Yes. And the music wasn't 
working out, so... Can you not do music, you know, because music don't work out for most people, like, acting don't work out for most people, and, you yeah, know, and painting yeah. don't work out for most people, but you can still, you know, strum around. We did, we had a choice, and I had to give that up to work, the money wasn't wow. too good. Wow, you made so that It was choice. a bit on the balance, yes. Yeah, well, okay. But family went well. No, yeah, well... That's life. I'm getting divorced, so, you know, these things happen. I am so, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, yeah, it's your fault no, as well. I'm glad you called no. in, because it's your fault. You're the reason. God. I've supported you for so many years, Damn my it. friend. You've not I just had to call you. I had to speak to you, because I thought your TV career is kicking off again now. Oh, so you want, now I'm getting famous again. You want to get on my coattails, Andy. No, that's, that's what it is. Because... I love your radio show so much. Are you high on drugs? And that's a genuine question. No. No, I'm pretty tired, but no, I'm not high. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> you sound high on drugs. No, I'm just excited. Hey! We don't need I drugs to have, have a good time. too many. No, yeah. exactly. We don't need to, to, to have drugs to have a good time. Let's just take our clothes off. <laughs> exactly that. Just prance around. And prance around, and then, then if we fall on have the, the floor in a heap, time. let's just, you know, our, our hands start touching each other Embrace and our lips it. meet. Then let's just exactly. go with it. Let's just go with it, Andy. I've not got a problem with it if you've not exactly. got it. We've not spoken for 11 years. Uh, let's, exactly. let's let's pick up where we left off. It's 2018. There we go. Well, it's good to I hear from you, man. I won't sing down the phone again. Okay, mate. God bless you for that. Hey, listen, thanks for calling. Thank you. Tatty bye. Um, 0344 Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Hello. Hello, Mick. I've got a smelly clutch. Beg your pardon? My clutch, it's very smelly. Okay. Um, what would you like me to do about it? Have you ever had a smelly clutch? No, of course I'm, I've never sniffed any of the pedals in my car. I've been stuck in traffic and my clutch is very smelly. Okay, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to Jai. Hello. Hi, hi Jai. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. Good, good. Love the show. I've been listening, to, been listening for a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Thank just, you. Just, just something that, uh, that that caught my ear a bit earlier was that uh, you, you've got sort of a, a, like a minor record label. I have got a minor record label. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder whether you'd be interested in listening to my band's new single. I mean, we are, we are signed to a label, not a massive label, but no. Would you fancy giving it a whirl? It's. Uh, it's a little bit rocky, but not. it's not too heavy. Even by my standards, this is the biz- most bizarre 15 minutes of radio <laughs> I've ever been involved in. Um, OK, can you play it to me now? I'll, uh, I'll play it to you now, yeah. I don't know how good the quality will be, because I'm playing it through a, uh, like an, an iDoc, and I'm going to have to put this phone next to it. OK, we'll see. OK, let's see. We'll see how it goes. This is all right. Sign these guys for a million dollars. You 
Stuck with the whole thing. Jai! Hello, Jai! Hello, Jai! Hello, Jai! Jai! God, this is awful. This is a terrible. Terrible piece of music. Hello, J- J- Jai. Jai. This is absolutely the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Jai. 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 Yo. Yeah, that was great, man. I loved that. Yeah. I say I need to uh, need to stop it there because it's going to get so boring. You can only play so much in one song. But yeah. wow, wow, that's you selling your band, is it? Well, kind of. I just I just wanted people to hear us. Really, I'm going to um, give you a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> you're through. You're through to the judges' houses. Uh, well, can I give us a little plug? Sure. Why not? Yeah, uh, we're we're called Dark Sky Park. Yes. Uh, from Sheffield, with just a three-piece band. Yes, and uh, it's pretty, it's all original stuff. And that new single there is called "Stand My Ground," and it's uh, that's all for charity. It's all for uh, like the best domestic abuse charities. There we go, uh, Jai. Listen, best of luck. Thank you it's very much. It's going to be released released <laughs> imminently. So okay, brilliant. Thank you very much indeed, Jai. There we go. Gosh, <clears throat> has the show started? As the show started, it doesn't feel like we've started. This is a weird old uh, thing. Let's try. Uh, let's try, Glyn. Oh, flipping it! Good evening, here. How are you? I'm very well, Glyn. How are you? Sounds like you're at Ground Zero. No, I'm Bernard. Remember? You what? You called me Bernard. Bernard Manning the other night. Okay. Anyway, there's some good news. You're not going to call me again? No. Ah. I've been accepted. My application to the chase has been accepted. So what, you've been accepted for the audition or you're going to be a contestant? I'm going to be a contestant. Well, I will make sure, as I'm the new host of the chase, I'm going to make sure that you lose. Well, I thought we could do a few practice questions. Um, okay, well, okay, by coincidence... I've got my Beatles Trivial Pursuits here with me. That told me about them, mate. Sorry? My father told me about them. Okay. Um... Human League? No, the Beatles. Before my time. Right, mate, have you heard of Jesus Christ? Yes. Yeah, he was 2,000 years ago. The Beatles were 50 years ago, so, you know, that before my time stuff is nonsense. Yeah, but I didn't believe in Jesus, so I'm not going to believe in the Beatles. The, Beatle, the Beatles are real. I've met one. Have you? Yeah. Which one? None of your business. You're bragging now, aren't you? Sorry? You're just bragging now, aren't you? I'm prodding. Bragging. Plodding. Bragging. Pradding. It's, it's, an, older, it's an northern colloquialism. Uh. For name dropping. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Well, I've not dropped a name, though, so how can I be name-dropping? You met a Beatle, you won't see it. Yeah, well, I'm not name-dropping then, am I? Literally no name has been dropped. The name is still firmly within my grasp. The grasp of your lips. What are Ringo and George wearing on the cover of Sergeant Pepper? Jesus, get... Phone back when you're not an avalanche clean. I can't hear anything. That line is awful. Yeah, I do apologize. Yeah, good. Bloody awful line. The arrogance of the man. Oh, I put that card right back in the middle now, and I don't know. Ah, and here's the col- here's the question, the colour categories. Blue is John... Pa- so this is the Beatles Trivial Pursuits, right? Blue is John, Paul, George, or Ringo. Go. Ringo. So, the ba- you know the Japanese word for apple is Ringo? Isn't that good? Pink is albums and singles by the Beatles. Yellow is uh, history of the Beatles. Purple is songs connected with the Beatles. Green is on their own. So that's John Paul George or Ringo from the Beatles. And uh, Orange is movies, guys. And I tell you, these are some of the easiest questions ever. What a waste of £11 that was. And I ripped the box so I couldn't send it back. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very welcome. Let's take an ad break and then we'll um, then we'll have a look at the papers. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you to give us a call. Periscope, I've had to shut you down because there's a problem with the YouTube. YouTube, if you're watching in the channel that's got no picture, come off that stream and go to the other stream because there is a picture going on. And here's my thinking with YouTube. And I don't quite know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. These are all, we're, we're, we're whistling in the dark, guys. Um, is my, my, my Catherine's fear is that by, it's getting the balance right. Mine and Catherine's fear is that by streaming all of this on Periscope and YouTube, yes, it gets us... Well, for a while, it got us new callers and new listeners. Periscope in particular, because people from around the world could randomly find it. They can't do it so much with the, uh, with the YouTube. YouTube. Um, and it, it, there's a community is built up around the YouTube. The Periscopers, some of them were very mean and some were very pleasant. And um, the YouTube, everyone seems to have a nice chat. In the YouTube, and, and, and we, we get sometimes 200, 250, 300 people watching it while the show is live, and uh, each episode generally gets about 1,000, 1,500 views in total, which is brilliant, right, which is brilliant, but this whole business is a numbers business, and I wonder if we have reached peak YouTube for this show, and that um, it is not helping... Uh, that we're not getting any more new listeners as a result of it. And also because everyone is having so much fun chatting in there, which is great, um, that we are... that instead of... that they're chatting in there instead of, I don't know, maybe chatting to me on the telephone. Um, and, uh, and I wonder if stopping the YouTube or certainly um, stopping the chat on the YouTube, um, I wonder if that would perhaps generate even if it only generated you know one or two more callers that's a significant amount uh for a late night phone in radio show and listen i don't need callers to the show i can do the whole show on my own i can do the whole show with Catherine. the shows when we don't get many calls those are the ones i get paid for 
uh, the ones where there's loads of calls, I do it for free. But, um, uh, I just, I just wondering, and I've just suggested it on the YouTube, and I can see a couple of people getting entitled. <laughs> hmm, they're saying. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. And you can't, you can't be angry with me for wanting to make the, 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 the radio show is the key, right? The radio show is what I get up for. It's what pays the bills and it's what I, I live for. Genuinely, this is, this is my favorite, favorite job I've had in a long, long time, probably since Rise. And, um, and I love it and I love it. And I'm so passionate about this job and I'm so passionate, um, uh, about this show. Uh, and I want it to be the best I ca- it can be. And I know we can do better. We've not even scratched the surface. I know it can be better, right? But um, maybe we've made ourselves too accessible in other ways. I've stopped using Twitter. Maybe maybe that's not helping me going off Twitter. I don't know. I really don't know. Everything is so uh, complicated with the internet. Imagine 20 years ago, you just have a rate. You wouldn't even add when I started in radio. When I started in radio. You didn't even have a screen with texts on. You didn't even have a screen with the names of the people that are calling. You just had a switchboard and you put you put people through. So um, I do wonder that maybe the YouTube and Periscope isn't helpful in terms of getting calls. Um, maybe having the chat on the YouTube um, doesn't help us have calls. Um, so... I don't know, and I'm going to close. I'm uh, I'm coming off the the YouTube now because it distracts me, and I'm I'm coming off of the um, the Twitter now because it distracts me, and all these things kind of distract me. So I've, I'm making a point of not having them in the studio. So that's kind of where my thoughts are at the moment. Feel free to let us know your thoughts by I don't know picking up the telephone oh three four 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 nine nine. 1,000. I don't want to go all Richard Spendlove on your ass. I don't want to do that. Because that, you know, and be all bitter. And, if, if you know, if people, um, you know, people don't want to call in as much now, that's fine. That either means, you know, they're, they're happy to listen to me or I've, um, I'm not doing enough to generate the calls. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Richard Spendlove, I'm trying to find the clip. I should have it on my computer. Hang on. Let me have a look. Richard Spendlove was this horrible old racist that was on the BBC for years and years and years and years and years. And um, he was really entitled. And they couldn't get rid of him. BBC tried a couple of times to get rid of him, and they couldn't get rid of him. Once when they tried to get rid of him, the Queen Mother, the Queen Mother wrote a letter um, complaining um, uh, that th- they couldn't get rid of him. I can't find the clip. I don't think I've got it on my... Um, oh, I don't think... Well, hang on, let me just see if it's here. Spend love. Anyway, he kicked off one night because he wasn't getting any... F- oh, this might be it. This might be it. What's this? This might be it. No, that's... Uh, dear. I do think we're... we're there we go. There we go. Spend love. Spend love. Oh, where, where the hell... Oh, man alive. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. L-M-N-O-B. Can't find it. Oh, man alive. Hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. No, don't think it's there. Uh, anyway, so that's that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Hemo. 
Hello, how's it going? It's going all right, Hemo. How's it going for yeah. you? Not too bad tonight. Um, uh, I haven't really got proper in there. I've been listening to you on my phone for the first time. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, I found. I think I found Richard Spendlove. Hang on. Richard Spendlove. I like him. Oh, no, I haven't found it. For some reason, for yeah. some reason my computer is... What a surprise. My computer is not doing what I want it to do. I found it, but it'll take a couple of minutes for it to, um, to boot up. So, okay. so, so, so you're listening on the telephone for the first time. Yes. Wowzers, how's that going for you? It's going all right, but I'm thinking about my data. It might be eating it up. It might be eating your data up. So you've got no internet? I know, I'm uh, working on a house, and it's got no internet. My internet went... This is this is the stage I'm at in my life. My internet went really slow today, and uh, I was furious. All it meant was I couldn't play um, a PlayStation game and stream it online. That's all it meant. Yeah, uh, no, but I was, I, I need it. I need it, man. I flipping need it, man. <laughs> so I phoned up Sky and, and Sky said, you'll turn it off and turn it on again. I said, I've done that. He said, yeah, no, but do it again. And of course it worked. But I know that when I go home, it probably won't work. Uh, dear. Anyway. Hope it does. I've got, hang on. This, this should be Richard Spendlove. Hang on. Okay, go, go. Oh, balls. It's not there. All right. I haven't, I haven't got it. I don't know where it is. Right, okay. Right. I've got two things. I've got one, a little game to play with you. Yeah, oh, Yes. Okay, but first, I just also want to say, YouTube thing, I think it's really good for anything to have the community. Yeah. And I like I like the chat. I like the fact people can do that. Yeah. And some people that maybe aren't ready to call in yet, they're building up their confidence. They're in there. Yeah. Getting, you know, knowing that there's people there for them. I just think it's good. Anyway. Oh, no, um, I, no, I, I, um, I... I take on board what you're saying, and and I, I you feel part of something. Yeah. It's one of them things. For a lot of people, some people need that. Or so do you? Do you people. you chat on the YouTube, don't you? Yeah, I chat on it every now and then. Yeah. And it, okay, so and I'm aware that this is you know this is a conversation for 250 people, and that the other 59,000, yeah. whatever, is not. But it, it does interest me. Um, so what do you get out? What do you get out of it? What do you get out of it? It's still early days, but it is a little feeling of this. You know, I don't know anyone else in in real life, IRL, that listen to the show, and I've tried to get people to listen to it. They yeah. just can't get on board. But um, okay, there are some people there, and I can chat to them, and we can share laughs and inside jokes within the show because a lot of people are fans and we've listened to okay. you, you know okay. for a long time. I take that on board. Anyway. Thank you, Hemo. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. Now kill him! That's what I'd say. If I, if I were if I were king, I was going to say king in the olden days, but no. Even if I was a king now, I'd, I'd stroke my chin, I'd listen to you and go, mm-hmm. hmm, thank you for your points, Hamo. Okay. Now kill him! And you'd be dragged out by either arm by um, two topless, um, muscular male mm-hmm. models in, oh. in tiny little chamois leather loincloths, and then they would, um, they would uh, chop off your head. What, they're your bodyguards? Yeah, my bodyguards. My bodyguards Ooh. are um, out-of-work Chippendales, and they the reason no, they're no, out no. of work is because they were too sexy for the Chippendales. That's the reason oh, they, had to, they lost their jobs. Well, it would be an honour to be dragged off by them. <laughs> anyway, what's yeah. the opposite of a queen? The what, sorry? What's the opposite of a king? A queen. Right, OK, you're ready to play. Yeah, I'm ready this to play. Game. All right, I've been playing this for the last few days okay. with my friends. Yeah. Opposite band names. Okay, okay, this is good. I yeah, often do the, I, okay. I do this sometimes with flavours, but okay, go on. Okay, for example, I'll give you some easy ones. Give this. Sorry? Oh, give take this. take take that. There you go. All Me right. from. 
Say that again. Me from. You too. There you go. Okay. Tom and the Healthy Hearts. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Nope. Tom and the Healthy Hearts. Tom and the Healthy Hearts? Yep. What's the opposite of Tom? Well, for this game purposes. Do you want it? No. Mot the Hoople. Okay. Nope. Healthy Hearts. Jerry and the Pacemakers, Catherine has touched on There you go. (laughs) That doesn't work. Um, Hang on a minute. It does work. All right, all right. Bearing in mind, we played a game where you had to guess what colour the bins were in different councils two days ago. I'm not going to start deconstructing this one, Hemo. <laughs> Thanks. All right, the disease. The cure. There you go. Uh, what opens did I have? Girls rent. Boys come. Nope. Is that? By the way, that's a great. That's a great name for a boy band. Boys come. Boys come. How do you spell come? I've not dis- I've not even decided on that yet. How do you spell Boyd? With a Z. Um B U O Y. Boy boys B right. Did you say girls went? Girls rent. Girls rent. Oh boys own. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You, you, thought, you've got plenty. I've got alright, I've got plenty. Um Um The Spiders. Oh, this is good. It doesn't quite work, actually. Uh, no idea. The Beatles. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. Because what does what the spiders eat apart from flies? Uh, people, birds. Keep going. Keep going until you say Beatles. Uh, Beatles. There we go. You see. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Um. <laughs> Does this work? Uh oh. Uh oh. Is this is this the old Richard guy? Spendlosser. No, no, no. I am doing it. This is the opposite of oh, a band. Right. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got it, Kath? Kath's got it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Sorry? Uh-oh. You ready? Aha! Ah. That's a good one, isn't it? Um, okay. The, um, the seagulls. Seagulls. The land boys? The land men? The tectonic plate. The beach boys! The beach boys, of course. Kath's got one. Go on. This is a great game, man. Fat... Oh, this is uh, James, is it? Fat Phil. Phil. Mm, slim Empty. Phil, as in the name Phil. <laughs> There's an opposite of Phil. Of course there is. There is, actually. Uh... Who is Prince Philip married to? Liz. Thin Lizzie. There we go! <laughs> um... No. Um... I've got some more. Do you want some more? Yeah, uh, Tiny co- defence. Tiny defence. Big... Big attack. Massive attack! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, Hang on a second. Hang right. on a second. Hang on a second. Um, right. Stay... Oh, where, where's Hemo gone? Hemo, stay there. 
CJ. Hello. Right, you, you, you got roped into the bin game, you're roped into this rubbish now. Oh, not again. Yes, mate. Right, fingers on buzzers, okay? Right. Uh, you got the rules, CJ? You got the rules. Okay, Hemo, where you go? Non-demons. Non-demons? Uh... Alicia's Attic. Nope. Non-demons. Mm-hmm. Angels. Don't type it on the screen, Catherine, that's cheating. All Saints, <laughs> but that's cheating. Hey, Catherine ding, cheated. Ding, ding. Right, go on, next one. Clear. Muddy. Opaque. Nope. Translucent. <laughs> Clear. 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 Free. Clear. Mud. Nope. Mud. Nope. Mud. Nope. CJ, you play it, mate. I, I, I don't know band names that well. <laughs> oh, for crying oh, out that right. <laughs> right, CJ, stay, stay, CJ, stay there. Hang on a second. Right. <laughs> Simon. Oh, he's in a car. It's too noisy. All right. Um, all right, CJ. Right. Well, in that case, CJ, you have to come up with a band name. Uh, okay. Um, King. Green. There you go. See? Okay. But there was a band, <laughs> there was a band called King. Oh. And I thought it was going to be... Uh, okay. Well, let, right. Okay. So, okay. Let me do one then. Um, do you want another easy one? No, shut up, man. I don't want an easy one. I'm brilliant I at do. this. I do. I want an easy one. Give an easy one to CJ, because he's an idiot. Okay. The white <laughs> lock. Say again. The white locks. The white blocks. No, locks. Locks. The white locks. Oh, nope. okay. The black no keys. Idea. The black keys, yeah. Okay. No idea. All right, hang on. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, okay, I'm going to do one. Um... Um... I can't think of any... Oh! No, I, I don't know how you do ABBA. Uh, okay, no, I could have done ABBA. All right, okay, 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 okay. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. Um, Barbarella, Barbarella. That's the opposite. That is that really? is the opposite. Barbarella, Barbarella. Barbarella. This is it. That, got... that sexy mofo floating around space. Okay, the Bing game. <laughs> Shut, shut up, CJ. <laughs> this is, we're trying to evolve the bin game. It's Duran Duran, because in the film Barbarella, Barbarella uh, is the good one and Duran Duran is the baddie. Okay. Well, in that case, you could have said, don't walk, don't walk. Do For- run, do run. Right, I'm cutting you off now, Hemmer. All right. There we go. Um, CJ. I think I've got one, actually. <laughs> I know. Go on. Uh, desert. Sky. No. Water? Close. Billy Ocean? It's got a water theme to it. Waterfalls by TLC? No. No, it wasn't TLC, it was SWV. It's one word. It's one word. Um, forest. New Forest. No. The New Forest. The New fo- the new Seekers. No. <laughs> I don't know. Oasis. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, uh, okay, right. right. CJ, stay there. We'll come to you after the news. I'm slowly losing the will to live as I host this show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. CJ, then Simon, then Glyn, dear listener, it could be you as well. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, only on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sometimes life may feel like it's sucking you up, but it's not. It may just be you sucking 
0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can do about absolutely anything. So before I go back to CJ, I, wanna, I just want to read this story that I saw in the paper, and it really upset me. Really upset me. Um, and I don't quite know why. I mean, it's a really sad story, right? It's a proper serious sad story. But the papers are full of proper serious sad stories all the time. Everywhere is pro- proper serious Sad stories. And there's, I just was reading this story. And um, I had tears in my eyes. And um, there's a just giving thing at the end. And I went and gave a few quicks. I just felt... Oh, it's, it, it, this is a, genuine. This is a really unpleasant story, OK? But um, uh, where is it? I, I'm going to read it. Because I, I don't quite know why it had such an impact on me. I don't quite know why. But it did. So, really sad. And I'll describe the pictures in a little bit. A young mother trying to help a neighbour was disfigured from head to toe after being doused in petrol and satellite. Told you it was a grim story, right? It's it's horrendous. We'll do the fun and we'll do the fun and laughter stuff in a minute. I just want to read this because I, I don't know why. It, you know, Kirsten Ashby, twenty-seven was left with no fingertips or ears, had layers of her face melt, and her shoulder-length dark hair was burned away. She was attacked after going to assist a neighbour's girlfriend who was having a fit during a row. But Raymond Bowen, 24... This is... I'm going to get right. Threw petrol over her, and stood smoking a cigarette as he lit the flammable liquid with a lighter. Kirsten later told how he looked smug as she was set ablaze before calmly smoking and listening to her screams. Dear God. This is just the most horrific... I'm really... The, the sound effect of a, a campfire isn't perhaps the most appropriate thing to play there, so I'll stop there. It's just the most, um, it's heartbreaking. It gets more heartbreaking, guys. Bowen was uh, yesterday starting a 19-year jail sentence for the attempted murder of Kirsten, who's been in hospital since the callous attack 23 weeks ago. Kirsten is unable to feed herself or take care of her daughter. Parents Lynn and Paul have taken care of Madison, nine, while Kirsten has undergone 80 operations. In the first month, Kirsten was placed in an induced coma so her body could deal with the shock and pain. She has had her body completely bandaged since the November horror. Skin has been taken from various parts of her body to try to graft onto her face and torso. Kirsten's family have launched a campaign to raise money for her. Lynn said she went there to help, yet what this man did ruined her life and changed our family forever. My lovely daughter was unrecognisable. She had no face. It was all burned away. Let's see if we can get the mum or the dad on the show next week to talk about the... because there's a GoFundMe page... So let's see if we can maybe get them to come on. And don't necessarily want to dwell on the horrors of the story, but let's talk about um, 
uh, let's talk about uh, Kirsten and let's talk about Madison, the little girl, and we'll give the, the GoFundMe a plug. <clears throat> My lovely daughter was unrecognisable. She had no face. It was all burned away. It's had an effect on her daughter who still has nightmares. Kirsten is still psychologically traumatised. Father of five, Bowen, admitted attempted murder and was seen blowing kisses to his girlfriend at Luton Crown Court. Dear God. No shame. No shame. No sense of responsibility. And there's a picture of Kirsten before the attack. And she's a very attractive, late 20s mum, long dark hair. Looks like green eyes, can't quite tell in this picture. And then there's a picture of her afterwards. And the difference is... Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's, uh, she's unrecognisable. Her face has been burnt off. Imagine, she's got a nine-year-old kid. Imagine that was your mum. That was your daughter. And the little sod that does it is blowing kisses to his girlfriend in court. Oh, a spokesman for Thames Valley Police said Kirsten had gone round to Bowen's house in Milton Keynes to assist his girlfriend. Um, Detective Constable Laura Harrington said the evidence suggests that she was acting as a good Samaritan and had tried to intervene in a domestic dispute. There's a fundraising page. You don't, you don't have to give money. Of course you don't. Um, and maybe this story doesn't connect with you as much as it's connected with me. And I don't quite know why it's connected with me. I suppose the, 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 there's a nine-year-old kid and my kids are six and eight. I suppose there's something in that. The picture is the the, the um, amount of damage that this poor young woman has sustained is, you know, it's it's horrendous what she's been through. I don't quite know. Why it's hitting me here, though. It's getting me right here in the chest. So I'm going to give out a GoFundMe page. You don't have to. I gave a few quid because I've got a few quid. You might not. You might. The story might not connect with you. Whatever. But um, and we, I don't normally do this. And I get lots of people tweeting me stuff saying, can you retweet this GoFundMe? My son's doing this for MS. Can you retweet this? My daughter's got such and such. Can you retweet this? And... Um, and I've I've made a decision, I made a decision a long time ago that I, I, I wasn't going to retweet things like that. Because if I do one, I have to do all of them. And so I made that decision. But I did go and tweet this earlier on today. So you can find the GoFundMe on my Twitter page. But it's um, a fundraising page has been set up for the family. Uh, donate via GoFundMe.com. Slash Kirsten dash and dash Madison dash fund. GoFundMe.com slash Kirsten with a K dash and dash Madison M A double D I S O N dash fund. Looking to raise 25 grand. I think they've got about 22 grand or something. I mean, 25 grand seems like nothing for the amount of rehabilitation that this poor woman's going to go through, counselling, counselling for the nine-year-old. 25 grand seems like a drop in the ocean for, you know, 
I can't stop looking at this picture of this poor woman after the attack and, and what um, what that man has, has done to her. And um, it just breaks my heart, man. Totally breaks my heart. I just think it's the saddest, saddest story. Oh, man. The world, huh? The world. The world's a strange place. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. CJ will come to you after this. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to CJ. Hey CJ. Hey, Ian. hey man. Oh, I'm glad you went to that break there. I'd literally just. Felt like something had sat on my chest when you're reading that. Isn't it? I, do, I you know, and uh, I read, I read all of the tabloids yeah. every day, right? And they're always full of the most horrendous examples of people being horrific to each other. And I don't yeah. know why, CJ. I do not know why. But I, I read that story three times, and I had tears in my eyes, and I got my phone out straight away, and just, but I just put a couple of quid, you know, in, in, in on the GoFundMe. They're, they're thought, nearly up the target now, which is great. Yeah, they, 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 they've just looked. They're about twenty three and a half thousand. They want twenty eight thousand, yeah. and um, people from all over the world. And it's, it's. I just. Do you know what, CJ? I cannot work out why that story connects with me so much, you know, but uh, it's, it's I just, it's heartbreaking isn't it? Well, to be fair Ian, if anyone doesn't feel any emotion from that story then I don't know But I, but I, but there are stories all the time right, and there are stories in the papers that I saw tonight about people being horrible yeah. uh, to each other there's a, there's a story about a, a, a chap who's confessed to killing one of his kids Yeah, and yet that doesn't. That didn't connect with me in the same way. You know those stories, and I think that one may still be in, in, in trial. So we've got to be careful. But there's something about this that drew me to it, man. There was something about it. Could it. be the, you know, when you're saying um, this is someone's mother, it could be that aspect of it. You're thinking, you know, imagine that happened to, to your mum or something in that context, maybe. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. But it's really sad that I, I was going to ring in and just be happy and silly, but I, 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 I'm not... No, you can be... Listen, we can do silly. This no, is what this show... It, Come it, on, it, CJ! It, CJ! It's it's CJ! CJ silly! <laughs> CJ! Be a knobber! Come on, CJ! We can do this! You just called me a knobber, then. Yes, I did, mate. <laughs> we can do this. This is this is our job. Our job, CJ, is to entertain the nation. All right. What, what do you call them? Quick finger changes. Funky gear changes. That's, that's the one. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't. My mind's gone blank. I don't even know. Oh, I, that's what I was meant to ring in about. Uh, I was going to ring in and say that I'm listening to the show on a light bulb. So what? I'm listening to the show on a light bulb. Here's what he said. How, can, uh, can you explain? Um, it's a Bluetooth light bulb that changes colour. Did you just fart then? Uh, no. I heard a fart. I've got a squeaky chair. Oh, all right, <laughs> Reggie Perrin. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> but um, you can. it's connected to my PC, and it's because it's a Bluetooth speaker. It, technically, I'm listening to the show on a light bulb, which is odd. So me and Catherine saw an advert today, right, that I've never seen before. I'll describe it to you. It's a very attractive young lady. I'm going to say she's in her... I'm going to say she's 24. Very sort of big hair. 
beautiful woman. And she's in the bathroom and she's wearing a sort of dressing gown and sort of silky pink pyjamas, like little shorts and a, a silky top, right? Yeah. And she starts off by going, I use shampoo to wash my face. Have you seen this advert? I, I don't watch TV. Right. She goes, <laughs> I use shampoo to wash my face. And then she goes, no, of course I don't. I use soap. And then I sort of lost attention. And then I looked up again. And then she's talking about there's now a special. I don't know if it was a shampoo or a soap, but there was a she had this special like squeezy bottle of some sort of soap that was specifically. Well, I'm just going to tell you what I've written down here. The note I made. Fanny soap. Oh, fanny soap. I've heard of fanny soap. It was specific. Yeah. So it's like squeeze, like shower gel bottle. Yeah. But it's specifically for a vagina. Yeah. It, it, what the? So, so. Well, but hang on a second, uh, <laughs> women. How are your vaginas doing? Right. Without bef- before. Right. So we now have we now have vag soap. Right. I'm going to call it VS. Okay. We now have VS. Yeah. Okay. That exists. So are you are you women telling me that before that? You had dirty vagina. I don't think you did. I've seen a, I've seen a handful, and they weren't. You know, I, did, I wasn't yeah. thinking. Hmm, this is okay, but God, I wish they had a specific soap just for this. What, like what are we going to get next? Are we going to get dick wash? Well, there's a stuff called tea tree oil. It's like green stuff, and when you put it on, it stings like hell. You're not meant to put it down there. Well, you know, it's so, shower gel. Yeah. I know what tea tree oil is. I've had a latte. <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. I like um, tea tree oil. I, I pref- if you get if you get a strong peppermint shower gel, that can also have a little kick to it as well. Yeah, wakes you up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll wake you up. That'll wake you up. Um, okay. Well, if anyone if anyone has used this um, uh, vaginal soap. <laughs> And then she then she walked through the bathroom door and suddenly she's dressed and she's all confident and ready, ready for business. You know, and by, by business I mean actual, you know, business. She's off to work. Business time. <laughs> it's business time. Um, so, I, I, but I was I was blown away by that. That is outstanding. I'm going to Google this. Uh, okay. CJ, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Ta-ta, 0344 499 Here's the thing, right? We have all of the things that we need. Everything that we need exists in the world already and probably existed about 30 years ago. Everything since 1990, let's say, is our cutoff point, is surplus to requirements. Can you name me one thing? Here's your phoning, guys. You wanted a phoning topic? You got a phoning topic. Can you name me one thing invented since 1990 that we need? That we need? One thing. No, you can't. Because everything was invented up to that point that we had, we, we had it. We had it all. Everything now is surplus to requirements. They make things better. The iPod makes things better, but we had Walkmans. We had Walkmans before then. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's your your uh, phone and topic. Name one thing that was invented uh, after nineteen ninety that um, uh, we needed. Right. Someone on on the the, the YouTuber said 
internet. That was invented in the 70s, right? And the WWW was invented, I think, in the late 80s. I don't know the exact datings. But also, we don't need it. We had telephones and letters. We don't need the internet. Anyone under the age of 35, they've got under the age of 30, let's say. They've got no idea. In my days, when you had to research something, you had to go to a library, and you could, and the library might be shut. You couldn't even check on your phone if the library was open unless you knew the telephone number for the library or had a phone book so you could phone them up. So you'd go around the library and hope it was open, and you'd look up in a site an encyclopedia. The internet has done nothing for us, man. Um, can I just say as well, Catherine and I went to, bizarrely, the launch of the new Tomb Raider game today. It was a weird old event. I- I expect to see pictures of me with a girl who doesn't look anything like Lara Croft and pictures of me um, in some bush. Not the, the shampoo thing, because uh, I, I don't know if you remember, I was in the jungle, and so now I've, I've, I did think they were going to wheel out some strawberries. They didn't, but I had to stand behind a tree and kind of peek round. Um... And it was the weird, it was, it was, um, it was really badly organised. I can say this, I can say this. Um, first of all, that, that it was difficult to get in. The security man wasn't going to let me in. I found the security staff rude, rude. And I found that the majority of the, the team that were working there disinterested. And, um, and I was there for 50 minutes and guess how many goes I had on the new Tomb Raider? Not one. For ages, we were stood in the French section. No one told us. Then we went and stood in the German section and luckily someone told us. The photographer was nice. Oh, the photographer was nice and the, the, the people, the, the lady that had organized it was, they were delightful. They were delightful. You know, don't, don't get me wrong, but we're there and, um, we didn't get to play the game and it was a bit, it's just a bit i don't know i don't know so here's here's where i am now um i only went because they were going to give me a free xbox that's why that's why i went and i've not received that so i get that um and i'm glad i was invited i was glad i was asked but um i'm gonna i've been trying to say yes to more things right because i say no to a lot of things because i because of shyness and uncomfortableness we can have him again because we didn't get to his we didn't get to his point um uh, but tell him he better make it really interesting. Tell Glyn he better make it really, really interesting. Otherwise, um, there'll be trouble. Um, but I'm going to start saying no to. Th- I'm going to start saying no to things. You can buy me with an Xbox. I mean, really. I'm going to start saying no to things. That's my plan from now on. Um, let's go to Tina. Good evening, Tina. Hi. Hello, Tina. Hi. Hello. Um, yeah, I have. Sort of a dilemma. Uh oh. Is it about your fanny soap? No. Okay. Would you ever use such a product? Soap. No. Nothing about fannies. Well, it could extend to fannies, but it doesn't start there. Doesn't start with a fanny, but it could end there. That to me is is a good evening. Okay. Let's see. Hi. Right. Yes. Um, I'm single. I started on looking on the dating app. Here we go. Are you on Tinder? No. um, Don't tell me you're on Grinder because I've got something to tell you. Those guys won't be interested. No, they're all weirdos. Okay. But it was, anyway, it was plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. But then my mum yeah. also, bearing in mind I'm 49, my yeah. mum is single. Yeah. So she decided she was going to go on plenty of fish. Oh, God. Which, which, no, that was fine with me. Oy. 
you know, that was a bit weird, but yeah, yeah it was fine. You know, Isn't that like going um, to the same nightclub with your mum and both trying to pull at the same time? No, it wasn't. No. It actually wasn't. Okay. Yeah, see, see, this is the point I'm getting to. Yeah. Um, obviously, you have a limit. Yes. You know, I've had guys talking to me, you know, I've 27, young 20s, 30s. Ooh. I have a son of, like, 28 yeah. and a son of 30. So yeah. anything sort of around that age, is it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when my mum says But I can understand why they're doing it. When I was 20-something, a 49-year-old woman who uses fanny soap, that would, that would really... But I didn't say I used fanny soap. Oh, you didn't say you used it? (laughs) Okay. There we go. Anyway. Yes. So then, obviously, when my mum started, and then guys of, like, 50, 40s, 50s talking to her, (laughs) she said, that was weird. Yeah. You know? But (laughs) now... I started sort of chatting to a guy that's like, I'm going to be 50 in June. Yeah. He's 53 in July. Okay. My mum's just turned 73. Yeah. And she's got sort of friendly with a guy that's 55. I thought you were going to say it was, the, it was about to turn 53 and I thought it'd be the same bloke. Oh. No, it's not the same bloke. But, but he's, 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 so you're. He's only two years older than the guy. Your new stepdad is only a little bit older than your, your next husband. Yeah. Wow. That could be confusing. I, the thing is, I, I said to my mum, you know, my opinion hasn't changed because she said it was weird. Yeah. You know, and when we have conversation, I keep saying to her, my opinion hasn't changed. I still find that weird. Yes. You know, would it be acceptable <laughs> if it was like someone that was two years older than my eldest son? You know? What, for your mum? No, oh, for me. No, right, okay. What if your mum went with someone who was two years older than your eldest oh son? Oh, my God. That, that can we not even so, go there? That would be so sexy, yes, man. But it's weird enough as it is. I'm just wondering... You know, what's people's opinion? I can't get me out around it. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know until you try. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, well, <laughs> it, are, are, are you are you happy with the one you've picked? Well, I'm just getting to know him. Right, and is your mum happy with the one she's picked? I don't know. I'm not asking. <laughs> well, then, then, you know, no. as long as everyone's happy, you're not going to be doing it in the same room. But don't you think it's weird? I don't know, because 50 just sounds so ancient to me. that the Oh, thought my of God, how old are you? Anyone in their 50s how, wanting right, how to old are you? get together with someone like, else disgusts me. Right. How old are you? I'm 44 and three quarters. Right, so if you're 44, would you contemplate going with a woman that was, say, 68? If you could have a woman in her 30s, which you possibly could... Yes. What does this hang on? Or whatever. Hang on. What does a sixty-eight-year-old woman look like? I don't know. They could look like anything. Like any twenty-year-old woman could look like anything. Right. You know. Is she? You look worse, don't you? Is does she? You had the choice. Does she wash downstairs? I don't know. But if you had the choice, would you go for someone that was twenty years older than you, or your age, or ten years younger? Um, it, so many factors, but I wouldn't rule out, I wouldn't rule out any of those. You're not helping. I know I'm not helping, but I'm being honest. I wouldn't rule out any of those. 
I wouldn't want to marry an old woman. Oh, but you'd like to go there. That's so wrong. I know it's wrong, but... <laughs> oh, my God. So have, have I... Uh, you haven't helped I've not all. helped at all, Tina. I can only apologise. <laughs> and let me just... Um, right, so what was the can name of this... What was the name of this app you were using? <laughs> Fillet of Fish? Yeah. Fillet of Fish. Right, I'm going to... Weirdo Fish. I'm going to... Weirdo <laughs> Fish. <laughs> what was... What was like... Did you get lots of penis pics? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You would not believe. I've literally been on it only since Christmas Eve. Yeah. I've seen so many penises. It's unbelievable. That's the one thing I've said. Different shapes of form. I had one guy that kept sending me, I said to him, you've got the ugliest penis <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. But he kept sending them. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so many dicks since in, in like, well, never. <laughs> it's not that since it's just right. like, never. Right. I'm going to ask a question, right? Sorry. But Did your elderly mum get sent dick pics as well? She's recently. Yeah. When I keep saying to her, I have done, she's like, I didn't send none of them. <laughs> and then I think she has done. Right. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't laugh, because, I, I mean, it's, it's a horrendous thing that women... Have to go through, and Catherine rightly no, he, says... No, he's, he's actually bad. I it's, don't it's want awful. to see them. It's awful. No, I'm serious. Well, it's your fault for having eyes. I don't want to see... Oh, no, my pervert, as you said, I don't want to see your dick. Well, that's just a challenge for some of these perverts. Don't yeah. they send... Don't they, don't, don't they send flowers anymore? Oh, in a text, they must send a flower. Oh. <laughs> in a text? Yeah. Flipping. You know, you can send, like, a little emoji or whatever it is. Oh, Tina, honestly, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, um, I would charm you. I would wine you. I would die, I'd send you flowers. Obviously, if, you know, if you were, um, not as old as you are, but. Oh, and, um, and, no, I would. Wait, I would right, I thought you liked the older woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you did. Me because I'm old. Yeah, well, you said you'd go for any age. Yeah, but either, either, yeah, I would actually. <laughs> but I would, I would send. Honestly, Where I would. I, I would send you flowers. <laughs> I would send you poetry. I'd send you um, like teddy bears with balloons tied to them. Like days before I sent my first dick pic. Exactly. And my first dick pic, I would get the lighting spot on. None of this amateur stuff. I would, I would go in for a photo session. I would book a two-hour photo oh, session. I'd toilet shots. You know, little penis. I've, had to, I've actually had to dump that because I don't know if we could. I think we might have. I've, I've dumped that. You you heard it on YouTube. You at home won't have heard that because that was maybe a little bit too far. Thank you, Tina. <laughs> Tati, Tati. We did dump that, didn't we? Yeah, that got dumped. Okay, you'd have heard it on YouTube. That was maybe a little bit too fruity, even uh, even for us wowzers. Um, Sally. <laughs> Hello. You heard that as well. Now, don't don't tell the boys and girls uh, at no, home what she said. Wow. Was, I didn't uh, expect that. No, nor did I. <laughs> nor did I. Um, yes. All right. Um, how have you got to forty-four and three quarters and never heard of Sammy soap before? Well, because why, why is it why is it a thing? What's wrong with with bar it's soap? Been, out, it's been going for years. Um. What's the joke? Um, What's the joke about two nuns in the bath? Uh, two nuns in the bath, know. and one of them says, "Where's the soap?" And the other one says, "Yes, it does, doesn't it?" Where's the soap? Yes, it does, doesn't it? No, I don't get it. Okay. 
Sorry. Have, have, have a think about it afterwards. Okay, I will. Sorry. I've, not, I've so just that, never that, seen that, this that product. Mine just took me. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been going for ages. It's just because women get flush if they use certain other products. No, you don't. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's come why. That's yeah, honestly. No. And they have you have feminine wipes and you have feminine antiperspirant too. What for downstairs? Yeah. Oh, get out of town. No, I'm just telling you now. You do. What's wrong with the? What's uh, you've been sucked in? No. By the um, th- th- you don't need that. What's wrong with a little bit of shower gel? Or just getting yeah. the what's wrong? What's wrong with getting the shower head and just you know? Because because sometimes you know that's a certain thing you can get thrush with. A shower head can give you thrush. No, right, maybe not a shower head, but you'll get other things from that. But not yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good yeah. T- good times. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it, it exists. Well, no, it, I know it exists, you. and I, I think it's a con. Well, but if if you're if you women are dumb enough to buy it, then luckily my company that makes it is going to make a fortune. Anyway, hello. I I wasn't just phoning about that. No. Um. Um. Did I see a couple of weeks ago that you were reading a book about Jonestown massacre? Oh yeah, and I've I've started it, and it's one of those books that I know I'm going to love, but I'm finding it quite hard to get into. Yeah. So I've um I've read a book about uh, I'm reading a book about um. Uh, John Belushi instead now. Oh, right. I was. I just wanted to know whether it was any good and whether or not you were going to have a guest on or something about it. Or... Um, it is is really good. And no, we're probably not going to get a guest on it. It's just, it's just a oh, book. Right. Just a book. I'm going to read. Okay. But it's good. Oh, but it's, I, I, I just know it's going to be quite hard work. So sometimes yeah, it's, with hard it's work, not very nice. Yeah, I need no. to. Um, I need to find my way into it. So I'm reading a book about John Belushi. Okay. All right then. Is is that okay. all, Sally? Um. Yeah, it can be, I suppose. All right, thanks very much. Right, what, Glim, what's going on? You keep phoning up, you keep dropping off, you keep phoning up, you keep dropping off. What's going on? I've got something important to say to Ian because we're trying to find that funding page for Kirsten. All right, turn your radio off. Sorry about that, mate. I'm, I'm overweight for me. Right? Right. And... I'd like him to, me and, me and the missus have tried to find that page, and that's the only thing I wanted to say to him tonight. Right. It's w, are, you in, are you in front story. of a computer now? I don't know, but you sound a bit angry. No, I'm not. I'm going to tell you how to find the page. Right. Shall we get a pen? Well, hang on a minute. Did you, not, did you not think that I was good, but you would need something to write it down with? You've not turned Wait the radio. You've not turned the radio down like I told you to. I've come into the other room now to get a piece of paper and a pen. Right. Okay. Well, I did tell you to turn the radio off. Well, I'm here now. Yeah. Well, I told you to turn the radio off because it sounds awful and it confuses everybody. Who am I actually talking to? None of your business. I got straight through to Ian. Yes. I didn't know that, Ian. I do apologise. Right. You had me in tears tonight with that story. It's a terrible story, isn't it? You actually had me in tears. Forget the joking apart and everything. 
But we have tried to find that website. I'm going to give you the website now. Uh, you're a good, you've got a good spirit, and I'm going to give you the website. Have you got pen and paper? Yes, I have now. Thank you, Ian. Right, I'm typing it in, so I'll make sure I get the right one. So, it's www. Yeah. Go fund me. Yeah. Dot, dot com. Yeah. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. Slash. Yeah. Forward slash. Forward slash. Kirsten. K I R. I R. S T E N. Dash. Just a dash. Forward dash. Just a yeah. dash. No, dash. Like a minus. Dash. A minus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know. A N D and. Yeah. Another dash or a minus? Dash. Yeah, go on. Got it. Madison, and this is where, where you might have got problems, because Madison is spelled slightly differently. M-A-double-D. Right, thank you. I-S. That's why, that's why, Ian, that's why oh. we couldn't find it. Hang on, hang on, there's a bit more, there's a bit more. Madison with a double D, I-S-O-N, dash, yeah. fund. Right, thank you. There you go. Forget, forget all the rubbish. That girl deserves everything. There we go. You're absolutely right. You're a good man. Thank you, Glyn. Cheers, mate. And, Ian? Yes? I do apologise, but if my mates, me and my mates, get hold of that guy... No, OK, OK. We're, not, we're going to get involved now. He's in prison, so... Um, but, but thank you. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, remember yesterday I played that little five minutes audio montage from Watco. He sent me a load more. Uh, so I'll play one tonight and um, I'm not in tomorrow, but then remind me next week and I'll play some more. Um, in fact, he sent me a couple that I've not even heard yet, so we'll play uh, we'll pick one of those in a minute and see what we fancy. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Carlos! Hey, hello. How you doing? Hey, how uh, you doing? From, uh, New York. New York City! How you doing? How you doing, <laughs> Carlos? New York City with the Let- bombs. Let me tell you right now, we have never heard of Fanny Soap. Never. You've never, well. I, I never heard. No, because we don't call it Fanny over here. But, but Fanny means, <laughs> Fanny means ass over there, doesn't it? I, I, I don't even use it, actually. We I remember being at a Neil fanny. Diamond concert in the, in the late 80s, and he said, everybody get up and shake your fannies. What oh, the God. hell is this? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a yellow cab. <laughs> what? What? Let me uh let me hit that that this is the old subject. I think it was like old cut because we went from what we went from the story from the newspaper to the fanny soap, and then I got lost. I know you brought up the subject about uh you not understanding like what if you were available on Twitter, if they're not going to call because you're so available. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 taking a real step back from Twitter because I think it's really healthy for me to do that. Actually, I don't think well, Twitter gets as course, much. But I wonder if if by if by not going on Twitter. Does that? Uh, I I don't understand. I don't understand social networking. And- the internet. It's the it's the internet. Let me let me tell you though, because I've been you know I've been streaming for a while now, and I'm comfortable with the internet. But I definitely know the availability. Let's say if I if I do want to contact you, right, I only have one option: is to call in. 
like if I'm if I'm always messaging you know go find me pages on Twitter, I'll be able to contact you there. I'll be able to get you over here, over here. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's going to be easier to call. It's going to be easier to get to you. But if you know if you're not available everywhere, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to try hard to call in. So what do you do on you know, what do you do online then? What what do you, you what do you do I'm, online? I'm a streamer. I, I stream on Twitch. Like you know how like people like I do you know video games like how you do on PlayStation. I love it, man. I bet you get bigger audiences than me. How many people watch you play uh, video okay. games? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I get like you know like twenty viewers or something like that. That's not that bad. Twenty viewers. Oh, okay. I just, uh, you didn't get your Xbox yet. No, I didn't get my free Xbox, Xbox from the tomb. As I left, I said, by the way, my goodie bag, including the free Xbox. Oh, we'll sort that out. Yes, okay. I suspect I'll get it next week. So what yeah, games okay. what games are you um what games are you streaming, Carlos? Oh, currently I'm on uh what is this called? Uh, Nintendo Switch. You, you know that. Yeah. Like, you know, just like a bunch of like just party games and fun Mario games, you know, didn't start. I've just you. ordered because um, it comes out tomorrow over here, the Labo. Oh, the Labo is amazing. Well, it's not amazing. I'm not going to say, like, oh, man, cardboard is amazing. But <laughs> at the same time, it's a, you know, it's a wonderful idea to come out at right now. It's going to be, because you you've got to get a different kit, haven't you, for each different thing. Yeah. I just think it's, it's nice to just st- step away from the, the screen, you know? It's kind of nice to, like, feel like you're trying to build something yeah. with cardboard. So it just feels nice. Well, I'm going to do, do it with my kids, and, and they've been excited about it since I've shown in the video. Oh, so yeah. We'll have a laugh doing that. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what was this? Was gonna... Go on. Uh, referring to the story, is a sad story, bro. As soon as you read it, I was like, I couldn't even... I, what, the newspaper story that you were reading about? Yeah, I yeah. Understand it. I read about that stuff all the time. This is actually a story where, like, uh, a whole family was, like, murdered, and this guy, it was a, I think it was a China or something, Japanese, and it's a story on Reddit. It goes on and on. It's a, it's a case. They don't even know how it happened. This guy walks in. Yeah. There's no evidence shown anywhere. He walks into the house. Everybody's sleeping. He kills everybody silently. Really easy. Takes his time. Buries everybody. Bury? Hang on, he buries them? He did everything. He He buried them, what, in the garden? You know what's so, so, so retarded is I just just don't see, you don't see that kind of stuff that, that, like, like, executed that way. And literally, there's, like, no evidence. There's nothing that way, nothing. Yeah. And then it, it, it can't be a stranger, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Like can I can I just say something? And I'm not in any way having a go at you, Carlos. I just need to flag up something that that um, what's interesting about the different the, the differences between America and and um, England are we are divided by oh, a common wow. language. And you uh, uh, no, and you this is no disrespect to you, but you said a word that over here is really really oh. offensive. And I know in America oh, it's sorry. not. I, no, 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 it's I fine. Apologize. But I, I just I, I'm just apologizing because the, the word retarded over here was we we just it's, it's like a really bad word. Um, so apologies if anyone was offended, oh, but is. but Carlos, you know, I know for a fact that he didn't mean it to be an offensive thing. So I just have to say that. So that's I'm sorry. Hey, it's, that's fine, it's, man. It's an accent. I'll, I'll pause myself. There. I'll, I'll make sure. I hey, no, that that's fine, man. No, fine. It's it's like um, it's like in I know in America, for example, um, the word W A N K E R doesn't mean anything, but over here it's a really bad swear word. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different, like this that. You know, actually, it's not even that bad because in New York City, everybody's from everywhere here. So, like, all the language is just thrown thrown out. Like, just, yeah. everybody's just cursing their mouths off and nothing. And nothing is really, like, 
how you say like disrespectful here. It's like it's more sets like you know, amigos and all that stuff. But when it comes down to like the other, you know, state like I'm from New York City, like city city. Yeah. So if you go like to like Pennsylvania, like Philadelphia or something, right? It'll be a different language over there. If you go to L.A., it'll be different. Everything's different yeah. everywhere. So it's like once you say something different, they're gonna be like, "Hey, well, you can't say that around here." Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, we were yeah. in. Um, we were. We did the show from New York last year for a week, and um, I, I, I've just. I'm kind of feeling up to going back to America again, Catherine. So I'm going to email that woman from Florida tomorrow to see if that still happens. See if that's still a possibility, and if not, we'll look at going to somewhere else. But um, I love New York, Carlos. I think it is one of the most exciting places I, in the you, world. You, you love New York, but you don't like the airport. But now you don't like the. Oh man! You like the airport in New York City? Oh, JF, JFK's. Well, JFK is better than LAX. LAX is the worst airport in the world. LA, <laughs> that is such a, a rubbish airport for for what is supposed to be the entertainment capital of the of the universe. It's got the worst airport ever. I was there. I think I was stuck there for like uh, what, like four hours because the, the plane just went to hell and everything just went down. And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here like three hours walking around and doing nothing. I was like, oh, but it's the and worst. there's nothing to do there. It's nothing to do if you don't get a car. I think you need a no. car. Yeah, you can't do nothing. So, Carlos, how, how did you? But did you find this show on Twitch then? Uh yeah. Uh, actually, um, one of your mods from Twitch, Mixer, and uh, he found me on there. Okay. Oh wow. Well, that's Matthew. That's Matthew who's doing more advertising for this station. Yeah, there you go, Maddie. Exactly. Yeah, Maddie. He actually found me on a on Mixer, and then I moved to Twitch. And then I seen your show, and I was like, oh, I watch it every day. Nice one, man. Well, thank you, Carlos, and you're welcome to give us a call any time you want, fella. Yeah, I actually changed my plan today just to call in. <laughs> <laughs> did You didn't really? Yeah, I did, actually. I was like, <laughs> what were you, what did you cancel so you could phone us? Well, I, no, because like, I think it's like a T-Mobile plan or something. You just oh, change you're, you're, international calling, and United Kingdom is on that international call. Man calling. alive. Can I just say, to all of our slack-jawed British listeners, this man switched <laughs> service provider so that he could call us from another country, and you guys are at home in bed, not even bothering to pick up your phone? Shame on you. Sleeping, Carlos has sleeping, shamed you. You were sleeping when you called back. It was like ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, you, can I can I just say this? Carlos is my favorite caller ever. Thank you, Carlos. You're I'll making America back. great again. Oh no, please don't use that line. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. When when when, when Trump comes over here in July, do you want me to stab him with an umbrella? You know, I think somebody's already going to do that, okay. but you could start with another item. Okay, thank you very much. Carlos, you're a very naughty man. Thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Of course, I'm joking. I'm not really going to um, kill the president by stabbing him with an umbrella. I got a much better plan than that. Um, he was good, wasn't he? Listen, he's changed his mobile phone package just so he could call this show. Come on, guys. Let's do this for Carlos. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Jules. Hi there. That's a hard act to follow, isn't it? He was good, wasn't he? Don't he worry, you're, you're already my favourite caller. Who? who? Oh, Carlos who? Well, you won't remember me, of course, but I phoned a couple of weeks ago because I stumbled across your programme. Oh, yes. 
and I'm still listening. Oh, no, I do remember you, actually. I do remember you. You fa- you'd found us by accident, kind of. I, you were looking for I, Eamon Holmes, weren't you? That's, oh, my goodness, Th- well done. There we go, yes. there we go. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I just, I, I think, I love this show because I like your honesty. I don't want to be sycophantic, um, but I love the silliness and also the serious at the same time. And it was something you said that um, resonated with me, actually, because um, I've recently gone on to antidepressants. Okay. Which is a bit of a taboo subject, isn't it? Well, it's certainly not on this show. No, well, that's why I like it, because I found out that. Oh, well, good for you. How how long have you been on them for, if you don't mind me asking? Um, Four weeks. And have you noticed any change? Absolutely, yeah. Have you? Absolutely, For the better? it's yeah, oh, um, brilliant. and you know I know you're <laughs> not a doctor, but I just I just somehow seem to like this program because of all the uh, you know my my problem was anxiety. So the fact that I'm phoning you is pretty um, unusual. Yeah, but you mentioned uh, I think it was venlafaxine. Was it that you? I'm on venlafaxine. I can never say it properly. Yeah. And I was on mirtazapine, and I've just stopped taking mirtazapine two days ago. Right. And I'm struggling to sleep a little bit, and I found right. myself just a couple of little rises of anxiety. But I've I've recognised them, and I've yeah. uh, I've acknowledged them, and then I've just allowed them to kind of sink back again. So I'm 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 just I'm just trying to be really aware of my feelings and emotions, certainly for the next couple of weeks while the the, the, the metazapine comes out of the system. Right. Well, I'm just interested because I'm a newbie to this, yeah. and uh, no, this is not what the program's all about, but. I'm glad that I stumbled across you because uh, it, it's interesting. It, it, this, yeah, I can't probably say it properly um, because I'm a bit anxious still, but uh, it, it definitely has helped. Um, this, but I don't know if you start on forever weight gain. Problem. Well, it, uh, um, I, I've been on and off different ones for years. And right. my plan is to come off them. This is the plan, which is why the metazapine yeah. is gone. And I'm feeling, even though I'm, I'm still going through a divorce and, and I still haven't found somewhere to live yet, I'm actually feeling uh, more balanced than I have done in, in quite a long time, um, which is why I'm, I'm aiming to uh, come off all of it. Maybe by the end of this year, beginning of the next year, I don't know. But I'm working very closely with my doctor to do that. That's I yeah. you know, stress that. I'm working very, very closely with him. Um, Absolutely. And... Not all of them have weight gain. Um, no. In fact, I was taking citalopram for years, and that I didn't have any weight gain with that. Right. Um, uh, it, and they all have different side effects for different people, and some people don't get any side effects, and for some mm. people, some of the drugs don't work, and maybe a slightly smaller dose or a slightly big... It, 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 it's like a really fine chemical formula yeah. that you've got to work out. Um, yeah. And the way I see it, it, for me, it was like it, it, if I didn't take them, I would have been dead. I would have, I would probably have killed myself. Yeah, me, or me, me also actually. Yeah. Well, then um, that's it, and it's it's my yeah. medicine to help me st- to help me stay alive and to, to help my kids' dad stay alive and yeah, all of that stuff. But I'm I'm really starting to believe that I'm I'm approaching a place where I would like to have a go on my own for a little while, and if it doesn't work, I'll go back on them. You know. Yeah, no, that's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I think uh, the thing is, when you feel, and I'm saying this to anybody out there, when you feel really low, you can't understand. And then when you feel slightly well again, you can't understand when you were that ill. (laughs) That is a brilliant observation you've made. 
Um, Because people talk a lot about being in that the depths of despair and never thinking they'll get better. Um, But they don't mention very often the feeling fine or, Mm. or, or, you know, better than fine. And also thinking, well, I'll I'll never that's me cured. I'll never be depressed again. You know, and and it, it can swing back both ways. Absolutely, yeah. And something silly can bring it on, can't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, of course. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> bring the programme down. I mean, oh, this, God, I'm no. definitely, I'm definitely going to do the GoFund for this Kirsten because it, it that takes to. Wasn't it a sad that, story? Oh, poor woman. Gosh. You see the picture of her in the paper, and you think, you poor soul. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, listen, Jules, I have to go to the news. Oh, my only kind of you know grown-up thing is, is is always chat with your doctor, and if you start feeling you know not too good or or feeling too good as well go and have a chat with your doctor and just just keep right, them informed as to how you're feeling it's really important i yeah. think yeah well i love the show and i thank think, you Jules. Uh, i think you're a you know a great ambassador for us <laughs> thank you <laughs> Jules. people are struggling okay lots of love take care bye-bye there we go what, what a nice lady oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's do this last hour for carlos and for Jules, shall we this is the late night alternative on talk radio the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. This is The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10. Not here tomorrow. Um, you can give us a call about anything. Absolutely anything. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. 1000 You speak to Catherine. She'll take your name and number and call you back. And it's not one of those shows where you get, what do you want to say to the host? What, 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 okay, maybe we'll call you back later. Everyone gets a call back. Everyone gets a call back and comes back on. Um, we've got a few calls waiting. Uh, give us a call now if you want to join in. Uh, yesterday, I played a thing by my friend Ian Watkins, Watco, who's a brilliant radio presenter. He does um, the Drive Time show on Mansfield 103.3, I think it is. I always get the number wrong. Anyway, and he's he's um he's a really clever lad and he, he used to do a really good show called That Friday Feeling and he's um he's funny and he's creative. And um we played this little five minute thing that he'd made um that uh he kind of lost a bit of faith in and took it offline and all of this stuff and i just sent sent him an email last night saying man send me all of them i'll play them i want to play them all on here so he sent them all to me and including two that i've never heard before uh so we're going to play this one i've not heard it so this is by watco and this is um five minutes of aliens and ufos I don't know if there's something up there and they're flying about. It's a big area up there, isn't it? There's something must be up there. It's possible. Possible. Uh, I wouldn't know. Unless you get one of them telescopes that's got a very strong lens. Somebody put something on Facebook the other night. Did anybody see that UFO? It was quite bizarre. And uh, I actually said, and she, she described it, and I said, actually, I did see it. And she described a red, blue and green light object that sort of hovered a bit and then took off again and hovered a bit. And apparently it was a drone. You know, everything's got everything's got an answer. It's, no, these things that... The, the closest I believe in extraterrestrial is the film E.T. And it's got cute ability. And that's it. I'm not having that little green men with big ears and all that. I'm not having that. If they're more intelligent than us, yeah, robots, I should think. There probably are some little green men somewhere. Yes, I, I think there probably is. Whether we've got any local green men, 
living just across the solar system from us or on the next star I don't know it, it, it depends on the environment in which they've, um, they've evolved what they eat and what minerals are on the planet which affect the, um, the genetic buildup of them they're discovering new planets all the time and, it's, and the space is getting further and further got to be aren't there whether they're more intelligent than us, I don't know. I was coming back from a bowls competition in Boston and I was driving near Newark and I saw this light in the sky and then I thought, oh, that's a high lamppost. And then I saw another one and another one and there was about ten of them and I stopped and the car behind me stopped as well and we got out of cars and looked up and it totally freaked me out. Somebody told me they'd seen a spaceship, this was in, over in Derby, and they'd seen a spaceship and it had got windows in it and they saw it above the houses and then they said they thought they couldn't remember something and they thought they but I don't know whether they wanted to be abducted or it was, it was a story you never know when I got home I went straight onto the internet to see how many other people had seen it and they hadn't I couldn't find anybody but I definitely saw there weren't Chinese lanterns because I thought they were just too big for that and they were all in a line on both sides of the street on the A46 coming from Newark towards Gunfort Bridge I think it's February the 10th and uh, um, it was I think, uh, I think the year was about 2008 something like that yeah really really freaked me out I have seen something but it's not the classic UFO it's not the saucer or the cigar shaped object but it was something that I I, I saw and I thought mm, that sounds that's, that's not quite right there I tried to get a photograph of it and, but it was hopeless because the camera hadn't got a flash and it was at night time it was back in it would be um, probably early to mid 1990s and at the time I was flying experimental airships which were occasionally mistaken for you if I hadn't have seen it I wouldn't have believed it. I heard this noise and as I look across the bedroom it came across so loud and it looked like a plane without wings and lights and it went over towards Forest Town and everybody had seen it and I phoned this guy next day and uh, you know, and that made me wonder because the check with the air ministry and everything and there was nothing about that that could have been but it still didn't convince me <laughs> and I'd not had a drink and I wasn't dreaming Why should we be so arrogant as to think that we are the only people who where, or we are the only planet where life could exist um, There are other planets out there which are oxygen based that can support life maybe not quite the life that we know it but how do we know that life can't exist in an atmosphere that is poisonous to us we can't survive underwater but we don't deny its existence nor do we deny that there's life in the sea I, if I go into the sea I'll drown, I'm dead I honestly think they're going to be similar to us I think the thing is that they could be an invasion where you wouldn't know you know, you've seen films and people walking down the street. We're, we're sat at the moment and there are people walking by. Who knows who they are? Could be little green men. Could be big giant tin men. Could be something that you couldn't even imagine, even in your wildest dreams of fantasy. A lot of people think that I'm from another planet, to be honest with you.
Honestly, the thing that things are come out with at times that I'm from another planet. <laughs> E.T. phone <laughs> Your wildest dreams of fantasies. That was great, man. I love it. I've got about another six, seven of those. So we'll play those next week. Uh, it's by Ian Watkins, Watco. I think he's at Watco on Twitter. He doesn't use Twitter very often because he's a sensible lad. Um, I think they're brilliant. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Let's go to Ollie. Good evening, Ollie. Ollie, can you hear me? Right, Ollie's got his radio on, so let's go to Gareth. Good evening, Gareth. Hello, Ian. Hello, Gareth. How you doing, man? I'm enjoying the show. Thank you. Today hasn't been today hasn't been a good day with anxiety. Uh oh. I can feel it creeping on, you know, like, just, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced it. Like, you feel like it's just waiting in the wings. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was watching a documentary on anxiety, yeah. and it was different people's aspects. But I could I could find myself, even though I'm drawn to it, there's, there's, po- there's positives and negatives, advantages and disadvantages, because... I'd be very easily set off, you know, like, of thinking about anxiety, and my head would just wander, but it's it's strange how it can pull you back down, as I say. Do you meditate? We've, I think you, you've said you do meditate, don't you, Gareth? From time to time, but I need to put more practice on it, because the mindfulness, like I said before, yeah. would be my, would be, would be my main one, but... The constant starts back on me, so I'm going to put more work on that because it con- you have to put a lot of, the last time I was a counsellor, yeah. you have to put a lot of work on with the counsellor, like, because yeah. if you go there thinking, yeah, picking it won't work, if you know what I mean, because yeah. through my experience, I think that you have to give it, give it your all. Well, with meditation, though, with the meditation, it's um, not so much working hard. It's more letting go. That's the that's the key I find is to let go. Um, and uh, uh, there's I don't know if you've if you've seen the um, app that you can get for phones called Headspace, which is a I great mate. Yeah. It's great and it's free to start with, and you can you have to pay later on, but. Once you've done all the free stuff on it, you can go back and start the free stuff again. And there's enough free stuff in there that t- to help you get on track. And um, it's a great app. And it's just you, you do little two-minute, five-minute, ten-minute, twenty-minute meditations. Yeah. Oh, and it's great. I'll give it a go. But you know my analogy there? That's like yes. I visualise, you know, like a door. Yeah. And you have to go through the door. Yeah. In a metaphorical sense, like. I would always be going, what way could I put it, trying to go around it instead of going through it. Yes. It's painful, yeah. but you have to go through it to sort of get the, 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 the feel the positive effects of it. You're, think, um, you're a very wise soul, Gareth, and I hope that, um, well, I know that you will. I know that you'll get um, the peace that you're searching for. But I'm really enjoying the show and the topics. Thank you, man. It's been great speaking to you again. Thanks nice very much. Speak to you soon, I'll Gareth. talk to you later. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, Ollie, are you there? I'm here. Here's Ollie! 
Oh, Hello. that's nice to hear. Hello, Thank you. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Are you, are you on speakerphone, Ollie? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. Is, what, what, is what, what, what is this? What is this? Yeah, off down. Sorry. He has the radio on. He hangs up. He's on speakerphone. Oh, oh my, my days. Well, I only hang up because I thought I'd try and phone again. What? No, that's all right. Okay. I'm trying to multitask. Well, don't multitasking is for idiots. Everyone knows that. One, <laughs> do one thing and do it badly. Yeah, well, that's right. I'm, I'm succeeding in that respect. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. This is my thing. Focus on one thing and make sure you do that really, really badly. You know, don't don't start doing lots of different things quite well. One thing. You work. You working on the premise that you won't be asked to do it again. Oh God! If you do it badly enough, you never get asked to do anything, man. That's that's how I that's how I live my life. That's quite sage advice. <laughs> what have you anyway, got? What have you, you got for us tonight? I'm, do you know what? I'm all right. Actually, just as I was talking to Gareth, I started noticing I've got a little bit of a headache, and I will tell you why it is. It's because I'm off the caffeine. I've not had coffee for two days. Um, yeah. and I've been cutting it down. I've been off for two days. Also, I'm trying to lose. I, I, also, I'm losing weight. So oh, I've really. I'm really eating significantly less than I would do normally, and I'm, I'm not eating any chocolate. And I think oh, this, no. yeah, I know. I think this is a, is a sugar headache. It's because I've not had. It's almost like I'm detoxing. I'm not, but I've not had sugar uh, uh, really or chocolate. I mean, it's only it was only Thursday, flipping it, but all week. And um, so I that's, think it's a headache from that. That's absolute high octane. You shouldn't do it that fast. Oh gosh. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I love, I love the confidence of you shouldn't do it that fast. Well, actually, I'm guessing you shouldn't do it that fast. <laughs> you, you probably, you probably shouldn't. And I had a couple of um, ginger nuts, cheeky, um, earlier on, just just to get a little bit of sugar in me. But it, you know, it'll, we'll see how we feel tomorrow. And um, you know, it's uh, it's all right. But I'm Can determined to lose weight. Something? Go on. When you when you break this chocolate duck that you've in, imposed on yourself. Chocolate duck, oh, that sounds so delicious, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like um, toilet duck, but yes. not quite as But nice. Um, yeah. Chocolate hummus. Are you there still? Are you on Are you on medication for your condition? Is is because um, well, I have, yeah. Because I think it's affected your brains. Because you just spoke the biggest amount of rubbish I've ever heard in my life. Chocolate hummus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. What do you mean? What hummus? That's got no, chocolate no, no. in. Yeah. Well, no, no. You make it with chickpeas, and it has. Um, I know you make uh, hummus. No, you wally. I'm talking about chocolate hummus. Well, but what? Oh, I didn't mean to call you wally. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. Um, I'm trying to think of another '80s term I can call you, dickhead. Oh, that's really harsh. That's harsh, isn't it? That was yeah. harsh. Absolutely, um, wazzock. <laughs> you spanner. <laughs> Divvy. Right. Anyway, before we start getting too offensive, right? Okay, so, so you get some chickpeas. Yes, you can tell us how to make chocolate hummus, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yep. Yes. Oh, it's great. It's chocolate uh, hummus. Yes. So chickpeas, usual amount, um, the cocoa powder. Yeah. And instead of, you know, you use olive oil and uh, um, lemon juice. Yes. The wet part is maple syrup. The wet part is maple syrup. <laughs> the wet part. 
You're such a good <laughs> chef, Ollie, man. You know yeah. all the technical terms. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> so maple syrup. By years of experience. Yes. Sorry? Maple syrup Sorry. is the wet part, yes. Yes. So, um, it does I sound I've, good. I've, I've told you pretty much. It, oh, vanilla essence. But why don't it, why do you need the chickpeas to make the hummus texture? But why do you, you want you it to have a hummus texture? I mean, this is what's confusing me. Yeah, but hummus texture can like tonight. I made ordinary hummus. It's as smooth as anything. But you can nicer hummus is when you got a few little tiny bits in it. They think. I well, I like I can I can get through a tub of hummus, the big tubs that you get in Tesco's and Waitrose. I can get through that in a day. Because I'll have hummus on toast, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll just, while the toast is cooking, I'll just be spooning the hummus out of the pot and eating it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But then I don't like the hummus with, um, like, the caramelised onions on the top. And I don't, all of that. I just, want, yeah. I just want plain old hummus. Yeah. And now you're talking about chocolate hummus. Oh, it's nice. It really is nice. Seriously, you, if you Google the recipe chocolate hummus, then you would get a a load of them. And <laughs> thank, I th- thanks for explaining how Google works. Basically, if you type in some words, then things will come up. Right, nice. It's made Right, the internet. So, sorry, I should have said this earlier. Right, <laughs> Jackie. Hang on. Um, I've, well, I found, I don't need to make it. I've found, I found a shop. I found, a, I found, right. Hummus for dessert. Delight your taste you buds with a sweet treat, guilt-free. So this, I think this might be American, right? So there's okay. one called vanilla bean hummus. Right. Snickerdoodle hummus. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. Choco mint hummus. And are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Brownie batter. <laughs> that doesn't sound rude. right, does it? That's Would you like some brownie really ba- batter tonight? I'm fine, thanks. I've <laughs> <laughs> just put one out. Oh, God, for goodness sakes. Sorry. No, 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 right. not anything horrible. No, okay. Well, you no. can, um, if, if I could buy chocolate, chocolate, chocolate hummus chips with sea salt. Um, hum, uh, no, these are hummus. I want to find chocolate hummus um, and I want to get it delivered. I don't want to make it because that sounds like a right old faff. Oh, it's not a faff. Oh, my George, are you a millennial or are you really 44? All right, mate. Blimey, it's not like I've just got a picture of your mum and done a wee on it. That, all I said was making hummus sounds like a faff. <laughs> Dear God, man. Was there Sorry, a point man. to this phone call, Ollie? Because I'm late for the adverts. No, I'm saying hello, that's all. Right, well, I'm saying goodbye, that's all. Bye. There we go. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night alternative here until one o'clock. Then Paul Ross comes on, and you can listen to us on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk, or go and get the podcast. Um, a rabbit hole podcast didn't go up yesterday, today, but it's gone up today now. It's going up today because there were some technical problems. Yeah, speak into that a bit more. I don't know why. I am. There we go. In that... Uh, no, but... but, but, but there's you, some technical but, problems. Put it, put it down. I'm scared to touch this in case I break uh, this one as well. There we go. Well, that's it. Uh, You've got to talk into that bit. You can't just talk into the top. I wasn't talking into the top. 
You were. You were talking over it. I wasn't. You weren't talking into the microphone. All right, shush. You've got no microphone okay. technique. No, shush. You were talking like no, that. No, you shush. You were talking like that. Yeah, that's for dramatic effect. Maybe I was being dramatic. No, you weren't. You were being unprofessional. You're embarrassing me in front of the kids. I'm not. I'm not embarrassing you. You totally are. You totally are. Go on. What were you saying? Um. What was the question? (laughs) What was the question? What was the thing? What were we talking about? I've got absolutely no idea. It was Um, important. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's let's dive into these newspapers, guys, because they're 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 full of um they're full of stories. Um, full of stories. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Banger and mash. What's the story about? Banger and mash. Um, a car that um hit some potatoes. Um, didn't we used to do this when we were at the local radio? I made, <laughs> yes, I made up a game called What's the Story? Yes. Morning Glory. Yes. And, uh, and it was my, it was done, the tongue was in the cheek. It was done to, to pastiche, you know, crappy games. But I would read a headline and I would play What's the Story, Morning Glory, then read a headline. and people It was an excellent game. Great, great, great bands. Banger and Mash. Dog Walker brings oh, home. Oh, the podcast. Yes. What happened was. Jesus. Sorry. What yes. happened was. Um, you know, like when I've put it all up, I have to make sure the adverts go in the right place. Yeah. You just put adverts everywhere. It just, it was mostly adverts. Which one? The rabbit hole? Yeah. It just went haywire. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's sorted now. But it, it'll be up in, um, about, uh, well, it'll be up straight after this show. Okay. Dog Walker brings home live grenade because oh. she mistook it for a potato, banger <gasps> and mash. What's the mash bit? Oh, potatoes. <laughs> She was being serious, boys and girls. She weren't doing a thing. How rude. Oh, dear. A dog walker nearly had her chips after mistaking a grenade for a potato. Terry Jade Barwell, 30, took home the spud-like object, dug up by her pet. It's not like a spud. Marriott. It's like a bomb. (laughs) So she took this, right, because she thought it was a potato. Oh, fair enough. It does look like a spud. I'm, I'm reading the story, mate. You Just can't... let me have a look at the picture. It's, there you go. I'm showing it to you. You don't need to hold it. I'm showing I'd it like to you. I'd like to have it closer no. to my face. No, no, no. It looks like a potato. Yes, that's the point of it. It doesn't look like a grenade, does it? No, it looks like a potato. No. But here's the question. Who would take home a potato that their dog had dug up on a walk? Unless, they, they, unless you were walking through an allotment. A dog digs up a potato. Oh, I'll have that for us tea. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the 30-year-old joked... Could have taken me whole family out. Marriott is always digging up stuff, and when he dug up this, it. Right, listen What's to this. that voice? I don't know. Marriott is always digging up stuff, and when he dug up this, it just looked like a potato. Yeah. I thought I'll have a look at that later and put it in my bag. I thought I'll have a look at that later. Oh, Marriott's dug up a potato. I'll have a look at that later. <laughs> <laughs> what she thought, what she really thought was, oh, that saves me spending twelve pence on a potato in a shop. I'll have jacket spice. That's a tonight. decent size, that. Not to be sniffed at. The dog had found the device in a freshly ploughed field where Terry was walking him with her other two dogs. When she got home, she left it and went for a shower. And her boyfriend, Mark Higgins, thirty-two, looked it up on the internet. I'm glad we've got everyone's ages, by the way, <laughs> just for clarity. After realizing. 
how what would you what would you type in potato what looks like a potato <laughs> after realizing she'd brought home a spud missile he ran up and told her to get out of the shower because it made him horny oh god they called police to their home in Clifton, Nottingham, after putting the grenade outside their house, <laughs> much to the delight of their neighbours. <laughs> Terry added, eight of the houses on this street are filled with my family members. If it had gone off, I could have been responsible for killing my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Police said the device was a practice bomb used for training and only contained a small charge. <laughs> but army bomb disposal... So... It wasn't even a bomb. But army bomb disposal experts took the precaution of evacuating homes and made the device safe. You know when they do a controlled explosion, right? That's not them blowing up the bomb, is it? That's them... Is that... Because if they blew up the bomb, then it would have the effect of a bomb going off. they do. Have you ever seen it? No. They put a thing over the top, right? A bomb box. Yeah, like a bomb box, and screw it down... Mm? Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Really hard. And then they blow it up inside the... But what's it made of and why aren't houses made of bomb box? Because you'd have to be screwed in. Well, no. Make it tricky to get what's out. It? I, wonder if, I wonder if Chris knows. Chris looks like the sort that might know. Chris, what are um these bomb boxes that they do controlled explosions with in? What are they made of and why aren't houses made of them? Would that be me? Yeah. Is your name Chris? Yes. Yeah, then then the, the 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 fact that I started the sentence with Chris would imply that um, it's... I, I've been paying attention because I've been trying to work out how to even phone you up. Your number's well difficult. Um, what's difficult about the number that we give out about every six minutes? Yep, you say... I... I... If I... Listen, I... Um... James, could you be a love? Could you find a clip of me saying the telephone number so that we can play it back, please? Because if, if I do go, then you have, then you, then you, Chris, and all the listeners and all the boys and girls at home will have my sincerest apologies. However, however, if I say the number in a way that is understandable, then you, sir, will be apologising to me. I'm sorry already, boss. Chris is starting to panic because he knows that James is going to find it. You don't know it. what sorry means yet, Chris. You don't know what Chris, sorry means. Chris, you've, you've managed... How did you manage to um, translate my... Did you just pl- record it and play it really slowly? I spoke to Google. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And I said, what is the number of Talks, uh, talks Radio? Talks Radio. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And... And Google went. I kept pressing it, thinking it would transform into a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to memorise it. Yes. And I kept getting it wrong. Okay. Too many men. <laughs> are you are you normally a talk sport listener? No. Okay. Oh, you, Maybe you should. You sound like one. <laughs> Anyway, Chris, you've managed to um, to beat the. You've managed to solve the riddle, um, which means we only get the best callers. What would you like to say? Um, <clears throat> about depression and stuff. Here we go. Go on then. Well, 
I've um, been very depressed throughout my life. Uh, been an alcoholic Uh-oh. throughout my life. Uh-oh. Been suicidal throughout my life. I've been on copious amounts of tablets throughout my life. Yeah. And uh, I've battled it just through my own will. Good for you. Well done. You made it this far. Yeah, I'm 47 now. I thought I was going to die before I was 30. Well, then, we, well, then you've made. Well, then you, you're doing brilliantly, man. Congratulations, and I mean that sincerely. No, Congratulations. No, I, don't need, I don't need that. It's just it's lovely listening to you, mate. You put it in great circumstances. Oh no, and I, honestly, Chris, I'm not patronising you. Well done. We, we should we should both celebrate the fact that we made it this far. Yes, absolutely. How are you feeling today, man? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. What? What out? So, so what's what's changed? Liver cirrhosis, though. You're a bit of neurosis. Liver cirrhosis. Oh, liver cirrhosis. Oh, through the boozing. Yeah. How are you getting on with that? You stop that? Or are you stopping it? Or are you still doing it? Surely you can hear it through my voice. Um, well, I never like to make um, assumptions. And after me and you, whatever. Okay, you do say. I, I listen. You're a good man. Yeah. And I love that your uh, colleague there. I love your show. I love that my colleague there. I'm, I, okay, well, this this is... And he's right, I'm a good man, which makes what I'm about to do all the harder. James, could you play the tape of me saying the phone number, please? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, no, he's right. Fair play. In that... Chris, you are absolutely right, brother, and I apologise. I say it way too fast. <laughs> you were right, and I was wrong. Bang to rights. Uh, totally. I can't deny that. Did you speed that up, James? <laughs> I know you did one on Gaunty. Don't do one on me. Um, Chris, I, uh, Chris, I apologise. You are absolutely right, and that explains why we don't get many phone calls. <laughs> hey, listen, man, hang in there and give us... Get, hang in there and give us a call again. It'd be nice to speak to you again, mate. Like a couple of noughts. Too long. A couple of noughts too long. Hey, listen, Chris, going. nice to talk to you, man. We'll speak again soon. Hang in there, brother. Thank you, Gov. Thank you, mate. There we go. Uh, he's right. How's uh, anyone supposed to call in with that? <laughs> he, James deliberately picked a fast one. I don't want him working here anymore. Um, he picked, deliberately stitched me up there. Like, just like he did with um, Diet Boy. He stitched me up. I might yeah, have been he's that. He's got form. Man. He's got form. When he doesn't like a presenter, he, he destroys them. It won't happen to me. <laughs> um, good evening, Annie. Evening, Ian. Evening, Kath. Hi, Annie. How's everybody doing? I'm having the time of my life tonight. I've had a. It's been. Um, it's been a strange evening. What with the Tomb Raider thing, and then the, the show tonight has been a right old joy. Though. We had a Tomb Raiderless Tomb Raider evening. It was yes. <laughs> zil, 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 zil. We saw some people playing a game. Well, we saw them from a distance. Well, and also, because I, I was wearing a white T-shirt, and they wanted to take mm. some pictures of me with a woman who didn't look anything like Lara Croft. Um, but, so, but we got some, like, food. And, of course, I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> Before the first bit of food had gone in my mouth, it went, my mouth, my mouth, it went all down my T-shirt. And I just stood there and went... Oh no! So he, he handed me the bag of chips. Well, Kath said, and then rubbed it in a bit more. Yeah, I did. I rubbed it in a bit more, and then and get this, Annie. Kath is a professional. She went, go in the toilets, turn it around. Yes, He's got a plain white T-shirt on, right? That's so it. if you if you're watching at the moment, you'll see that maybe the neck hole is slightly higher than it should be. It's because it's back to front. 
it's back to front. That so. makes sense. That's what white clothes do. They attract clothes. They attract food. That's they do. The purpose of white clothes. Well, I yeah. It was a bold move of me wearing it anyway. But we're good, Annie. How are you doing? And what have you got for us tonight, please, sir? I'm all right. I, I was wondering if it was possible to do a bit of a clunky gear change. Oh, yeah, of course. Right, because it was just something that I wanted to uh, mention and wanted to talk about, if that was okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've mentioned previously in other calls I work as a uh, psychologist. Okay. And I mainly work with uh, offenders of uh, sexual violence. Oh, yeah. But I do... Yeah, sorry, it brings it down, doesn't No, it? no, don't bring it down. It's always, well, it, it just ch- changes it into a slightly different direction, which is great, which is what this show's all about. Um, I, I also occasionally work with victims of sexual violence. Yeah. So over the last uh, few weeks, I, I often uh, volunteer on call at a local sexual referral Sexual Assault Referral Centre. Yeah. So I thought over uh, the last three weeks, and this is, it's, I'm counting the last three weeks because this is during the time since the uh, all the public attention and media attention has been on the trial that happened out in Northern Ireland recently. Were you reading about that? Was it? Uh, I, was this the rugby players? That was the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was the one. So, it, so I've kind of been taking a little bit more account of the people I've spoken to yeah. at the referral centre since that's happened, because I was trying to see if, if that, if the media attention around that has made any difference uh, to uh, people that come in and what they do and how they respond and those kinds of things. So yes. I, I've got a few uh, figures for you, if that's okay, just yes. some stuff that I've, okay. that I've gathered from the people that I've spoken to. Yeah. So the last few weeks, the last three weeks, for the times that I've been on call, I've spoken to 12 people that have gone to the uh, Sexual Assault Referral Centre, the local one to me. Uh, of those 12 people, 11 of them were female and one was male. Yeah. Um, so these, just to explain if anybody doesn't understand, people can uh, refer themselves after an incident. They can be referred by the police. They can be referred by uh, rape crisis, phone-in centres, other medical practices. So the way, most people don't know that these places exist until you need to know that they exist. Sort right. of thing. So that's how people arrive. So the 12 people I spoke to, as I said, 11 female, one male. In ages they raged, the youngest was 15 and the oldest was 64. Of the 12, seven of them were there as a result of uh, sexual contact with a current or ex-partner. One was there as a result of sexual contact with a family member. That was non-consensual sexual contact with a family member. So uh, three of them, three of the 12, were there because of sexual contact with a person that they had met or spent time with for the first time that day or that evening. Mm. Yeah. So five of the 12 had been referred to the centre previously. So this was, it wasn't their first visit there. Yeah. So they'd been a number of times. So again, it's, it's this assumption that uh, victims of sexual violence, it, it's the, the image that we've got of people that perpetrate sexual violence. It's the scary guy who hides in the bushes. But most of the time, it's not that guy. He's not the offender. It's it's different to and, that. And that's been the case for for forever, hasn't it? I mean, it, it, yeah. like, it, it's only in the last, I don't I'm going to say 10 years, but I don't know. It's only recently that it's been illegal for a husband to rape. For, for, it's only, it's only yeah. recently it's been, become an offence. for Before this law was changed, however long ago it was recently, husband... Yeah, it was late 80s. Yeah. Was it late 80s? Okay, so further thought. Yeah. But it, a husband could have sex with his wife, whether she wanted to or not, and she couldn't... Without consent, yeah. She couldn't say it was it was rape because it didn't exist as a crime. Yeah. I remember yeah. hearing that, it, as, it, I remember it, hearing it, that it, as a teenager and thinking, what? That doesn't make it's sense. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and and yes, went, go on. 
when it's, it's talked about in the media and stuff, you know, the, the stock photos that you get on news reports and things like that, it, it's, it's always in the dark and they've always got a hoodie pulled up and it's always dark and scary with yeah. bushes and stuff like that. And the reality is that it's, that's actually really quite rare. Yeah. Most oh, and, it is with and it's the same. Partners. It's the same with um, child sexual abuse. In that people yeah. think that there are paedophiles hang, hanging around every park. Um, when it's it's more likely to be a family member or a very close yeah. friend of the family. It's more or likely a person. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's more likely to be a dad or a brother or or yeah. an uncle. You know, and and um, people can't quite get their heads around. But that. They're still. They still do. There's still a big thing in schools around stuff like stranger danger. Yeah, yeah. The strangers aren't the danger. Yeah, if which is knows um, why I think it is important that that um, sex education happens so that um uh, you know young young so that y- y- young people. Let me say I wouldn't like to start getting involved with the ages. So I wouldn't know, but young people know what is appropriate. You know, know what know what sex is, and know yeah. how the, the, how sex is. You know what sex is for, and how it's supposed to be involved in a loving relationship, and all of that kind of stuff. And it, I think if young people don't have sex education, then if mm-hmm. you know an uncle starts touching them there and doing that kind of stuff, they don't. It's it, it, they don't know what's going on. Well, at my kids' school, they started this pants thing, the um, the oh, SPCC yeah. thing, which yeah, is basically say, anything yeah. that's in your pants is your business, yeah, and yeah. no one's got any right to go in there. And yeah. anything that makes yeah. you feel weird is something you can talk to a grown up about. Mm. Yeah. Thing is, you know, what if that grown up is the person? It's funny. It's funny is the wrong word, but I look at my kids, and I and I um, and they're so beautiful and so precious and so rare, and my kids are the best kids in the world, and I do look mm. at them, I think. God, how I try and get into the mindset of a parent that could do stuff like that to the kid, and I and I, I and I just I, I thank God I I can't even begin to comprehend how. Mm. Anyway, well, I know exactly thing, what you but, mean, but you know it's. Exactly um, yeah. How do you um? How do you uh, unwind after dealing with you know talking to people like that, Annie? Because. Um, I find, you know, I find this show quite intense and quite hard work and quite tiring and sometimes quite upsetting. Um, and, and, you know, 90, 90% of it is, is talking about, um, uh, 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 talking about rubbish, talking about finding bombs that look like potatoes. And, mm. you know, maybe 10, 15, 20% of it is, is people sharing stuff. But you're hearing, you know, constantly much more intense stuff than I ever get to hear. How, how do you deal with it? Well, it- it, it depends on what part of the profession you're in. If you do it as part of a profession, there are safeguards built in to right. to protect people like me who who are doing this. So um, it, everyone that works in my kind of field has someone else that they go to in terms of... So I've got a, a version of a therapist that I go to. So it's something that you unload to. And right. we all have to have that person that we go to. Yeah. And and one of the th- and it's different because I'm technically self-employed, so I can kind of manage my own workloads. But one of the things that I always do was... Because, again, a chunk of my work is working with offenders, which is a, a different kind of mm. poison that you're kind of taking in. Yeah. Um, so every three or four years, I take six or eight months out and do something else. Oh, good, good. So I completely walk away from the profession for a while. Even if it's just going away and, and writing or researching or doing something completely different, yeah. I take uh, some time out. And then you can come back to it again refreshed. Otherwise, it, burnout is, is a, a really, really big issue. Um, hey, nice one, Annie. Thanks very much for sharing that with us. I really appreciate it. That's okay. There was just one more yeah, uh, thing I want to mention yep. in terms of, like I said, the impact of that trial that happened. A lot of the stuff that I've seen hasn't changed. That's pretty much consistent. But right. there is one, we always have one question. We, 
take all the information, we take first accounts, we take all the evidence, those kinds of things, and then everybody is asked um, if they want to progress in terms of a criminal investigation. Yeah. Um, to, to go for to talk to the police, to give a formal statement, those kinds of things. Of the 12 people I've spoken to in the last three weeks, not one of them wanted to move forward with an investigation. And um, uh, I'm sure there are loads of reasons, so I'm going to ask a slightly mm. impossible question. Why? Why is that? Um, like I said, people have got lots of different reasons. Mm. Four of the 12 people I spoke to directly quoted the trial that's just happened in Northern Ireland. Right, OK. They said somebody who did the right thing, went to court, had the support of the police, gave evidence, had the medical thing, and, and it was still not guilty. Yeah. And, so the and, idea and, is and we, and we have to say, Annie, obviously we, honestly, we have to say, you know, for legal reasons, yeah. they were found not guilty. They were um, found not they guilty. They were found not guilty. Um, um, thanks for that, Annie. That's OK. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much indeed. Um, this is the Late Night Alternative. We can call in about anything. And, and nothing is taboo, and we'll, we'll go with anything, and things that might seem a little bit odd at first quite often work out, and sometimes things that seem quite odd at first are still quite odd at the end, and we don't know what happened, but that happened, you know, these things go. Thank you, Annie, I enjoyed that. Um, if you want to give us a call, it's... <laughs> this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Ah, I'm not even going to give the phone number out because you guys, um, you guys don't appreciate it. Good evening, Louise. Good evening, Ian. Good, Good evening, Carl. Good hey, evening. Louise. Welcome, 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 welcome. Everybody is welcome. What have you got for us this <laughs> evening? Well, I'm just giving a wee ring, um, just about the the YouTube chat. Um, yes. Oh, yes. You know, just what it could possibly mean to people. Go on. You know, um, I think we all understand that, um, you know, the streams and what have you, you know, they're a privilege to us. You know, they're not a necessity, and, you know, we understand that and we get that. Um, but for a lot of people that's on, you know, the text part in the chats and stuff, um, a lot of people on there, they don't really get out much. They don't have an awful lot to look forward to during the day. And for a lot of people, it's the highlight of their day. What, the show? Yeah, the show and the chat. Ah, the show and the chat. Well, th- that's... The show and the chat. I get that, you know? the ch- but the chat's not our responsibility. The show is no, our responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, the show is our responsibility, and the show is not mm-hmm. going anywhere. And the chat might not go anywhere. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking aloud. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, and I get what you're saying, that for people it's, you know, it's, it's nice and it's company and stuff like that. But um, part of me, and this is going to sound cold... Part of me thinks, so what? It, th- that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is this show and making and your it, numbers. And, uh, uh, well, the, the, the numbers, the numbers have to play a part in my head. But the, for me, mm-hmm. it, the, 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 it's a, it's about making this show the best I can. And I have to consider does have, and I don't know if it does. Does having a YouTube channel streaming the show where people can have chat while the show is on does that add to the show does that detract from the show does that have no impact on the show that's what i need to work um, out 
you know, there's been there's been quite a few times whenever somebody has said that, you know, oh, I want to ring in, and then they haven't got the confidence no. that, you know, between the between the people in the chat, you know, we've managed to get their confidence built up, you know, and they have rung in. Okay. So in a way, you know, it is also good that way. Yeah, no, I, know, take, but, I take that point. I take that point. I take that point. Um, you know, but if I, you were saying there about um, entitled people. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, what it really does come, come down to is the chats there, you're providing that chat as a privilege to us. Yeah. You know, um, it's a radio show. Yeah. And we're lucky that we get, you know, we get to see the stream, we get to see you and Kath at times in the studio. And that's fantastic. We love seeing, you know, your reactions to things as they're happening. You know, that really is amazing. Um we I'd, would be gutted if you took that away. Yeah, but, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know if we're ahead of the curve. If 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 there there is even a curve. I do, I don't. I don't know, Catherine. What well, do you What do you know? What do I know? Would it be? I think Sorry, that can it, I say one more thing? I, I just Sorry. think that if you don't have the YouTube chat, they'll find another way of doing it. Before it was Facebook, you know. No. So you know, it's not like we would be withdraw taking breaking your community apart. You just find another way of doing it. Um, but would it be possible to keep the, you know, the YouTube stream? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tonight I I, I was going to do the show without Periscope and YouTube, and then I thought, well, maybe that's cutting off my nose to swine. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm also aware that for um for you know fifty nine thousand eight hundred listeners, this conversation is meaningless and is slightly dull. So I don't want to get too too into it. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, no, I just, I wanted to put my, you know, my point across as in, you know, there is a small community there and okay. it's maybe a small lifeline, you know, for people there, okay. but, you know, people need to realise as well, you know, the ones with the sense of entitlement, the sense of, I can't say that, no, it's sense late of entitlement, yeah. <laughs> you know, that it's there because you I don't like the YouTube there. chat because I can see my man boobs and my fat belly. Look at that. Well, just, horrible, horrible. Just don't look at yourself. Horrible, disgusting. <laughs> You're looking great. No, I'm not. I'm looking fat. Anyway, thanks, Lou! Touch you back. Um, I just caught a glimpse of myself. Let's get rid of that. That's horrible. Right, you're, you're getting time out. I know, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to get involved in it. 0344 499 uh, Oh, speaking of... Listen to this. Miserable. The sun. The, the, the scumbags at the sun, right? And I can say that because this is a really scumbag story. Picture of John Cleese walking down the street, 78 years old. Mm-hmm. 78 years old, John Cleese walking down the street. The headline, Monty Python. Oh. Just one more wafer-thin mint, monsieur. He's not fat. There's no need for that, is there? He's not. Right. He's not fat. But even if he was fat, you can't do that. Let's read the story. It's just a bloke walking down the street. He's not asking anyone to look at him. It's an old man, 78-year-old man. Monty Python star John Cleese looks like he's eaten all the pies as he goes for a stroll carrying some extra weight. Cleese, 78, was running errands with a relative in West London yesterday. He returned to BBC One for sitcom Hold the Sunset this year. Perhaps he should think about holding the desserts as well. Who wrote that? Benji Potter. Benji. 
Benji, mate, come on, Benj. Benji sounds like a friendly type, but he done not write some nonsense. Benji, come on, man. He's 78 years old. What right? does Benji look like? I don't know. Gorgeous, but, obviously. But, right, first of all, he's not overweight. He's got a bit of a tum, right? As, as you do when you get older, right? But, even, you, that, you're fat shaming him. You can't do that. That's, I just think that's outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Also, it's not like he's earned his living through being, you know, um, Mr. Universe. He's just a bloke. He does a silly walk. He's a silly walk bloke, isn't he, John Clay? Yeah, that's it. It's only news if someone is, I don't know, selling a diet product or in some way purporting to be something that they clearly are not from from what you snap. But, but if I, if I, if a picture, because I've got a bit more weight than I would like, right? And if it's a picture of me like that, and it was, um, um, I'm a celebrity, get me out of the chip shop. Or, you know, something like that, right? I'd be devastated. That would really, really upset me. And would I, I, that would send me into a bit of a spiral. I'm sure John Cleese, is, 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 it's water off a duck. He's, he's had much, much worse written about him. But that would totally knock me for six. That's awful. Oh, shame bad, on you, bad son. Bad Benji. Yeah, shame on you. Benji Potter and the Sun, shame on you. I'm not going to read any more stories from you tonight because um, you're scumbags. Um, um, don't have a potato. Oh, this was. Uh, I didn't. This, I didn't really want to talk about this, but um, the, 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 there was something in this story. So there was the um, the woman that won won the lottery. Transgender lottery millionaire Melissa Ede wants to be a Darren Brown-style celebrity hypnotist. I met um, Melissa when I was doing Good Morning Brim. 57-year-old who scooped £4 million on a national lottery scratch card hopes to be known as mesmerising Melissa. She wants to be a hypnotist. Of course, I was a hypnotist for a while, stage hypnotist, did it for a couple of years. And uh, me and my mate Michael, who's now the director of The One Show, um, did it. And we worked with Paul McKenna and and, uh, we used to go around pubs and clubs and doing it. And in the 90s, <clears throat> there were loads of hypnotists. There was McKenna, there was Hugh Lennon, there was there were loads of them, right? And you don't see it anywhere anymore. I know they tightened the law a little bit, but you used to see... Come in, Paul. You used to see hypnotists all the time. You do, When was the last time you saw a stage hypnotist? Uh, you don't see him. Big show, but I used to take my son to um, when when I first got split up with his mum. We used to go down to uh, Great Yarmouth a lot, and there was a guy there who was hysterically funny, but incredibly manipulative people. Oh yeah, and I didn't like the side of me that laughed at him. But no, not for ages. Yeah, yeah they used to be big, didn't they? And they were never we were never allowed to do it on the telly. Even when we hypnotised people on the word, we did a mass thing where we hypnotised a hundred women because this guy claimed he could make their breasts go up to cup sizes. Wow! And it worked on about sixty percent of them. Shut up! What? Bizarrely, I know, but we we couldn't allow the man to look directly down. No. I would say we wanted to do it and have a kind of testing with women in their front room measuring yeah. themselves. weren't allowed to do it. Well, it's like we're not allowed to hypnotise someone in the studio here in case someone goes yeah. under. And have you seen a, hi- a chicken being hypnotised ever? Oh, mate, yeah, I love f- it. Isn't that lovely? It's I know we shouldn't exploit animals, but I love that. You know how you do that? <laughs> you stroke their beak or something? No, you put his head down on the floor and you draw a line from its beak straight out in front of you. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it they kind of go, they go weirdly bozoid, don't yeah, they? They've they got a bit turpid. They think they're a human. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I used to do it. I used to, my, you're right, Paul. You have a little. Fist. I'm on. I'm so well. I wasn't plugged in, and the <laughs> studio wasn't prepped. You can't get the staff, can you? Um, my favourite thing when I was a hypnotist was making beer simple. You were a hypnotist. Oh yeah, I did it. I used to the do power. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think I got this gig? What do you think I'm still working? <laughs> but my favourite thing was making people forget the number seven. And you, th- and they, you go count your fingers. They go one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Like, and it was it was a lovely little trick. I used to love it. Anyway, Paul, <laughs> that is astonishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Still. look at me. <laughs> you're a good-looking man. Of course, you're good-looking. What is on your show tonight? On the show tonight, I'm really looking forward to this. We are talking to a leading evolutionary biologist who has spent years studying whether dogs have a sense of humour. The book's out now. He's Professor Mark Bienkoff. How many years has he spent studying this? About six and a half years. Not constantly, but he spent two years constantly studying the cerebellums of dogs, counting the amount of cells there, whether they're brighter than cats. He said cerebellums, didn't he? Cerebellums, And whether dogs have a sense of humour. I'm loving, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope it lives up to my expectations. Also on the show today, a man who spent two or three years now reading nothing but the literature written by dictators. The entire works of Lenin, Stalin, Chairman Mao. Did you know Franco wrote a novel after the Spanish Civil War? Kind of romantic novel in which he's the hero. Mussolini wrote a body stripper before he came dictator of Italy. So we've got that guy on the show as well. Dicklit. Forget chicklet. It's dicklit from now on. <laughs> what do you mean? That sounds, um, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. The rest of the show will be rubbish, but those two I'm really looking Fantastic. forward to. And we've got, to, and we've got also a tribute to Sammy Davis Jr. because there's a great documentary on tonight on BBC4 Midnight. Okay. It's way too short, but I mean, what an entertainer. So yeah. we're talking Sammy Davis Jr. on Brilliant. the show as well. That's on at one o'clock with Paul Ross. Uh, sounds like a right mixed bag, doesn't it? Dicklit. <laughs> Please stop saying dicklit. <laughs> Just enjoying saying that, aren't you? He's on his watch now. He's hypnotised me to say it, Denny, obviously. It's all yeah. Denny's fault. <laughs> oh, uh, if you want to give Paul a call, you can. 03444. <laughs> 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 They played the tape back, and that's exactly what I say. Tomorrow, uh, I'm not in tomorrow. Fr- Monday, I'm going to slow it down. Don't forget, you can download our podcast, dear listener. Go to, uh, I, I'll go, you know where to get. <laughs> you got it. We'll be back on Monday at 10 o'clock. Who's filling in for me tonight? I have no idea. Why would they tell me? Why would they tell us? This, uh, oh, what a terrible end to a show. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand.